Yes, you lovely people. If you're not already, make sure you give us a follow over on Spotify. <laughs> you've been at Chelsea, you've been at Newcastle, you've been at Watford, uh, and now you're, doing, now you're doing the one glove. Can we just yeah. talk about these and then we can go? <laughs> I'm Ben Foster. Welcome to another episode of the Fozcast. Now, today's episode is another goalie-related episode. We have got the main man, Rob Elliott, on the Fozcast this week. Rob, how are you, mate? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Good. Thank you for coming, mate. Give me that. Tomasi, you all good? Very good, mate. Nice Very to meet you. I've been here. We've been here for about three, five hours about already, five hours, haven't yeah. we? Um, and can I just say, um, I asked Rob to come on the podcast um, this week. We are in the middle of the winter break, by the way. Um, I asked him to come on the podcast, and he was like, "Why do you want me to come on the podcast? Like, uh, what, what am I going to possibly talk about?" Which I completely disagree with, because you're the man, and you can talk for England. You can talk for England, can't you? No, you can. You're amazing. You're incredible. <laughs> talk for Ireland. Talk for Ireland. Tom for Ireland. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Talk for Ireland. And you've got interesting stories to tell. Okay. So obviously, the way you got into football, we'll talk about it in a minute. Um, your your whole sort of career path at Newcastle, Charlton, and all that kind of stuff. Playing for playing for your country. Um, and now an entrepreneur. He's an entrepreneur, guys. He's a clever guy, honestly. Uh, but we'll touch on it in a bit anyway. But first of all, um, tell me about your journey into football. How did it get started for you? Ben, can I just interrupt that? Because we've had a little bit of a hiatus with this question and we normally ask the question of what three people would you most like to go for a night out with on we, the last one? We've had a proper hiatus. Yes, Why have we not done this yeah, recently? I want to hear this. Why have you not... You're not teaming up this. for this either. No, yeah, that's, that's the beauty of it though. Is I think it's better if you ask people and they're put on the spot because yeah, then, that's they, true. then they don't have time to really think yeah. about it. And it's like the first people that pop into your head. So the three people that you would rather go, you, you would love to go out, go out drinking with. with. Drink dead, alive, whatever. And oh, you're going out on a session, heard, whatever your session I've heard is. Your, um, your good value on a night out. I, I thought out. he was going to say a good drinker then. <laughs> He's not bad to be fair. He's I've a strong drinker. good value on a night out. We've had some fun, haven't we? Yeah, we have. He's a solid drinker in Solid drinker. Um, oh, that's a good question. High praise. I'd have to go with. Um, I have to go with Will Ferrell. I know. Boom. I have to because Great he's just. I don't know what he's like in real life, but he just looks like an absolute legend. He's got and to literally, be a I've legend. grown up on his films. So most of, like eighty percent of my banter is Will Ferrell films. <laughs> yeah. So like, if no one gets that banter, I'm just like, oh, all right, mate. No point. Yeah, he can stick it away. Hundred percent. Yeah. He's a legend. Oh, he's a legend. Uh, Will Ferrell. Uh, I'd want to go out with one of the old school footballers. You know, the proper eighties footballers. Yeah. Like, I don't know. If, I think Gazza's too much. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. Um, He's a liability. He'll get yeah, in trouble. He is, yeah. He'll get Absolute in trouble. legend, but I just, I just don't, yeah, someone, someone's getting arrested. Um, yeah. <laughs> maybe... Do you know what? I'd go Tony Adams, you know. Yeah, yeah nice, I know. Like, obviously, yeah. I don't want to. I know he's yes, obviously saying his name, but course. I just think like Ray Parler. Actually, I'll go Ray Parler. Boom. That's he, a nice. He one. told that unbelievable story, didn't he, about the Wenger with the FA Cup? Yeah, you know, that yeah, one yeah, about yeah, yeah. not having a drink and he was steaming all week. So yeah, I'd go out with him. I th- I totally agree. Yeah, I totally I think, agree. And, and obviously, I'd love. I think I was built for that era. I think like this era is not for me football. Like I love it and I'm yeah. great, but actually, I was, I, was, you... I was designed for being in the eighties where you could just you could just live, do what you wanted. No camera phone. Yeah, no Twitter, not even no that, Instagram. but it's like, what are you doing Friday night before the game? I'm going to have a beer or I'm going to go do this oh. or I'm going to go and play cricket or whatever it is. 
like cool see you at the game yeah, tomorrow cheers know. gaffer yeah <laughs> i'm gonna be ready for the game yeah yeah, yeah. yeah Gaffer's like, he's professional he's only playing golf like who's your yeah. third who's your third <laughs> uh who would be my third for a night out that's a good one it's a good um, start though i want someone who can dance i think i, I love you I, you know i love dancing yeah, you do love a dance um that's what i'm saying he's a good on a night out yeah. he's a solid drinker he loves dancing like he's he's as brutal at that. he's like me like he can't move he, actually you're better than yeah. me too i mean my I feet to be fair yeah you Craig, move your feet yeah, craig you every day with fuzzy i can't know if i do it or not but it's just like why fuzzy why are you not moving your feet hands <laughs> top half is world class it's the bottom half strictly i think it's strictly is what you need yeah, no, what fuzzy does is the um when he's dancing he does the boxer speedball doesn't he where he just <laughs> yeah. goes like that <laughs> i don't care mate shoulder i'm all exactly, shoulders yeah, aren't yeah, i exactly. so number, number three people can't number dance. three number three um i'm trying to think a good who's cool. a good dancer it's a good dancer We'll come back to that one. We'll come back to that one. I'll have a think. See if it, someone pops up. I'm sure yeah, Here's okay. another question. So we had the podcast last week with Tubes and I asked Ben the question, um, have you ever gone at it hard in the players' lounge after a game? <laughs> wow. Yeah, do you know what? A couple of times. So when I was to like at Newcastle, um, we had uh, boxes like for the families. Like you had your own yep. individual ones. I had the kids and that. So they're all young. So I got one. Did they give you them? The no, boxes? no, you have to have to you pay, have for, to pay them. for them. Yeah, yeah, we got a good. To be fair, they're really good. They're good like, rate, like yeah. really good discount and stuff. And like, you just feel like a dick saying it, didn't you? So yeah. I say that. We no, 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 nice. um, but it's nice for the family though, when you know. Yeah, it's amazing. And then they're comfortable. Then they're in a safe place. Like with the missus, like you've got like we have well, at one point we had like three under four. So like trying to just sitting in the stands and obviously not Geordie's like absolutely mental. So but towards the end of the last year and a half or so, I didn't play. So sometimes it'd be like the lads are coming up so I just get there at one like, I used to get the game about half one finish train on the Saturday go to the game watch the lads oh. and it'd be like do you want a beer it's like yeah, go on then. That's the yeah, dream. Go on then. And it's the like, dream. it'd be nice. Like most of the time I wouldn't drink with that. But then when the boys come up with a special occasion and next thing you know, the game's finished at six and you're like, we got out. Yeah. How do we get on? I don't know. Oh, we, oh, we won. That's, Brilliant. That's like doing corporate, <laughs> but you're a player yeah. and you're allowed win, to, you, and win. a fan and you just want to yeah. go and get on and it's have a nice time. You just literally oh, walking out and then you find yourself well. just going, oh yeah, I mean like, what a night out. Well, it's a great place anyway. I'm sure we'll talk about it, but yeah, it ticks all the boxes, but now, when you're sitting at the game in the atmosphere and you're having a few beers with the lads, it's great, isn't it? There's yeah. nothing better, is it? It's just no, you just take because the thing is, if you can't play, then you might as well take in the atmosphere and enjoy it. Don't sulk and be a little bloody bitch, right as like, well. Oh, I'm not playing all this. It's not fair. Like we've all done it. Don't get wrong. I'm not going to say it, and I've never sulked in my life. But towards the end, as you get older, you just think, well, I'm just going to try and enjoy the occasion because, yeah. like. One day I might be sitting in a hotel and I might be sitting on the bench not playing. I might be playing and having a bad time or whatnot. Just make the so, most of it. Exactly. Exactly, man. I'm exactly. with you. Okay, I love that. It's a great start to the pod. This is, I told you it's going to be a banging episode. Okay, <laughs> so talk to me about your journey into football because you've told me your journey into football and like mine's a bit of an upside down one, you know, late starter or late bloomer, all that kind of stuff. Yours is not a million miles it's, away from it's mine. It's similar, yeah. I know yours, I know obviously you spoke about yours, but um, so I played on pitch all through school and everything never really played in goal outfield outfield yeah um and sort of got to about what position uh i started as a left winger lovely left, left foot winger. mate you've got nice a lovely left, left foot, foot yeah nice left foot no coordination whatsoever like literally i used to fall <laughs> over myself and everything but then um so when we was under 14s we played for like the local teams then we went joe you know, i don't know if you do it wherever you wherever you play footy but you get associated or affiliated with like a non-league team yeah so we got affiliated with sitting uh chatham town sorry um, and I played sort of through the middle. I used to play centre half up front because I was a big, strong lad, and I, I was getting decent to people. I wasn't bad on pitch. I was getting decent, not great, but okay. And then uh, one day our keeper didn't turn up, so I went in goal. Absolutely loved it. Just thought, what is this? Why have I not been in this all the time? Like he's playing five sides and that, but I just thought this is amazing. So then that was it. I just wanted to play in goal, but our goalie was really good. Uh, bomber, Craig Seward. Um, <laughs> he was absolutely wicked, he was. And um, so I was never going to play. So then my mate Graham Arley at school was. Um, 
like, oh, we need a keeper at Sittingbourne. We like, we've got one goalie, blah, blah, blah. Come down. Went down and trained. Absolutely loved it. Did all right. How manager, old are we here now? I was nearly 15. Yeah. So then the manager was like, oh, do you want to come and play? I was like, yeah. So I had to go and tell. So before that, you'd never played in goal? Not really, no. Like literally I'd done. Just messing about with your mates. Mess- it might yeah, be your the turn. The usual stuff. The usual stuff you do, like uh, goal, like 60 seconds. Yeah. So like headers and rush body, 60 seconds, stuff. rush goalie. Scorpio. Yeah. Got a scorpion? Yeah, but, yeah. Scorpion goalie. But you, you must have been one of the, because you see the kids that do it and my lads play and there's always, there's that kid that does it. You must have been one of these that just go and go and you just start launching yourself around like a nut. That's literally it. Yeah. Like I was an absolute like, um, like, yeah, I was a lunatic as a kid. I just could never sit still. I was always throwing myself around. All ADHD that. for sure. Basically, yeah. yeah. And then I went in goal and loved it. Like, it's like, great. I just get to throw myself at things and like, brilliant. And um, like, obviously I was always a bit mental. So you get to throw yourself at people as well, which is always good. And then um, the, so I started playing for Sittingbourne, left the other team, went to play for Sittingbourne. And everyone was like, what are you doing? And then um, started, to be fair, what's mad, right? And I've got to give him a shout out if you don't mind. Paul Munger, his lad, Chris, absolute legend as well, played in goal. And like, I was doing really well. So he actually played his me ahead of his fish. own. No, his, his son, Fish Chris. Munger. <laughs> <laughs> you done me. Wow. <laughs> oh, I, didn't, I didn't even tee you up for that. Um, this is what you put up with every week. Every week. I don't even think he got that. That was well <laughs> done. He done me as well. He kept going. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so he, he actually kept me in goal and like played me ahead of Chris, which is just like fair play, do yeah, you know what I mean? And helped yeah. me a lot and, and stuff. And so then... Um, just started playing for them. Got we all got bumped up. So I was playing like so I was like just turned for fifteen under sixteens, but then we was playing under eighteens because the the crop the team was quite good. So then I don't think they had an eighteens. And then um, do you remember Mark Beanie, the goalie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leeds and 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 um, Newcastle. I don't know if he was there actually. He Mark might have Beanie, been. I'm he sure might he have played been. for Newcastle. He was definitely at Leeds for a long time. I know he's a bit of a legend at Leeds, and he can check. But um, he was the first team manager at Sittingbourne, which is like a semi-pro club. And he got me trained with the first team and stuff and helping me and 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 like just getting some sort of coaching. Um, and then I was like, I got picked up by Gillingham on trial because that's the local club where I played for. And they took me on. He didn't and play I for was, Newcastle. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> maybe, maybe soon. But Definitely the, um, Leeds. Yeah. No, I know he's Leeds legend. But um, yeah, so I went to Gillingham. I was awful, right? So I went to Gillingham. I was absolutely horrendous. I think I played about four games for them. I conceded about 85 goals. What, on trial? On trial, yeah. Like to the point where... The manager looked so disappointed once when I turned up that he obviously didn't know I was playing and he was just like, ugh. And then literally I played in golf and I let another six in. How old again? 16? I was 15, 16, so yeah, year 11. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I felt like I could improve and I could, do you know what I mean? Do you know you just feel like it yeah, feels yeah. right? Anyway, um, and but I found out later they thought I was older. They thought I was like 18. So I was playing for their 19s. Um, so I went home and it was like the February half term before I was, before in the end year 11. So before you'd start a scholar, and I just said to my mum, I really want to do this. She was like, well, just write off to clubs because I, I don't have a clue what you're supposed wow. to do. Do you know what I mean? And Imagine I wrote that off nowadays, to, mate, writing off to clubs. To clubs yeah. just, Can I come for a trial, basically? Basically, I sat on the computer, like tapping away, um, sent them all off and I got a call back the next day from Cholton. My boy had clubs. So what, would that, what would that letter look like, by the way? It literally was, hi. Um, I'm, really, just, hi I'm really good in golf. I'm really yeah. good in golf. No, but it's like, um, so basically, um, I can't remember someone gave me some advice that was like just tell them who you play for your age your height and everything yeah. and, and I basically this I said your like, attributes what you're good at I'm good at this yeah, good at that yeah, I'm, like, I'm 15 so I think I'm good at everything yeah. so that yeah. probably went down well I've lied through my I've lied yeah. through my teeth Wonder on the, the CV left foot. yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> Wonder the right foot. Feet, can definitely come for crosses <laughs> <laughs> don't concede many goals I promise <laughs> don't google it I'll I'll do around wing there, if you need me yeah exactly yeah can play through the middle um, and then so I wrote off and then I've uh the, the guy at Charlton called me he was like um, can you come in I was like what and I said do you know you think it's a joke or something yeah. so it turned out that 
they just needed a goalkeeper. They had no goalies for an under-17s game or something. So I went in and then the absolute legend, legend for me, Lee Smelt, academy goalie coach, um, saw me, played against West Ham, I think it was. Did okay. Probably okay for me. I was probably horrendous for them. And Smelty saw something in me and made them keep me. Um, So I kept going back for trials. And in the end, they offered me like what was a part-time... is a part-time contract so no so basically i just they just wanted me to play on a saturday and i didn't i was going to go to college so what i did is i did a um, a man found a college in gravesend that would let me do a english and pea level in one day and then i trained with cholton the whole time on my own like i didn't get they i think i got like 60 quid expenses for for the week so i barely covered my train fare i got i was nearly i was nearly i was in so much trouble for bunking trains honestly i was the best you've ever seen i could have been a hurdler at one point you know the (laughs) carriers you just wait for enough people to go past and then you have to time it and you just literally leapfrog and sprint out but i get getting caught so like mum was like you can't keep doing this because you're gonna get caught and like like the letters were getting like really serious um so then mark beanie found out that i played against chelsea and beanie was uh mark was the um um, under 18s coach or, at the time and he was like chatting to us like oh, I've not signed but he's like you're not signed so he, he took me to Chelsea he was like come on trial at Chelsea so I imagine being so at Chelsea you went on loan to Chelsea sorry tri- you went on trial at Chelsea, Chelsea right? so imagine I didn't being, even know no, this no 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 so like so imagine being like at Cholton for two months thinking how lucky am I to be here and this is when Chelsea just got taken over yeah, like 2002 yeah. so um, oh wow okay yeah so it was right in the middle of it and then I've so and I've literally had to come knock at the manager's door if he was like Mick Brown and Mark Robson I was like oh, I'm, I'm going to Chelsea on trial I was like what I was like, well, they want me to go in and obviously I've not signed anything here. I've like, got to so go, I've got, I've got, to, go. got to try I've got to try it. And they're like, no, you can't, like, blah, blah. I was like, well, I've got to. So and they put, put a contract in front of you, did they? I no, they didn't. I was like, so I can't be that. I was like, oh, that's not good. I couldn't even use it as a bit of negotiation. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah off you go. All right, sweet. Um, we'll drive you, it's fine. Um, so I went there for like two, three days and they had a lad called Lenny Pidgeley there. Yeah. He was unbelievable. Like, at his age, he's like, he's like a man. And uh, like, and Beanie said to us, he was like, look, we've got Lenny, there's not space, but we really like you, so we'll keep monitoring your like just if you stay at Cholton so I went back to Cholton and because of that um, I, I also got called up for Ireland under 17s um, just on the circuit and then it all happened at the same time it's a bit of a whirlwind then yeah it's mad mate so like, in the February I, I I didn't even know what I wanted to do for my GCSEs uh, for my A-levels and then like in the October you're on I'm, trial I'm not, at Chelsea yeah, I'm on trial at Chelsea I've, I've just I've been called for up Ireland. for Ireland and then like they, they, Cholton have offered me like a scholarship so, it was, so like a, it was a scholarship at this point then so then they offered me the scholarship in October which is like, I don't know, you're 80 quid a week. Yeah. Clean that boots. feeds through to about 19, yeah? Uh, it was two years and then 18. So then I signed that and then that, that was how it went. And then I went on from there. But I was horrendous, by the way. I've got to say this, yeah. I was one of the worst goalkeepers you see at academy level because really? I didn't know anything. I don't know what you, I don't know how yeah. it went for yourself. But do you know when the coach was telling me stuff? I didn't even have an, a fathom of like, underst- I didn't even, couldn't even fathom what he was talking. So I was probably the best sort of like, I wonder if that's why I did well because if you, just, oh, if you tell Rob to do that, he'll do it. Yeah. Because I didn't have any reference. So it was like, it. It was like technic- I guess it was like knowledge of the position that you didn't yeah. have a clue I on. Know, no, I didn't. So my all I played on was instinct and just understanding of like, just how stopping I felt. Stopping the ball, stopping the ball yeah. going in the back so of the I net. So I could stop the ball going in the back of the net really well, right? That was that was my strength. I shot stopping and shot stopping. I don't think there was anything else. <laughs> yeah, well, like, hey, listen, I could kick it to be fair. I could kick it. I could kick it straight though, really isn't it? Yeah, keep the ball out of the net. It's literally, yeah. isn't it? Um, you say that all the time. Yeah. Keep the ball yeah. out the just, net. What do you always say? Just save it. Just, just save, save it. it. Just There's save a lot it. to be said for that, you know, and it's, but that, I think this Goal is the, keeper. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. the thing, the thing that I think is missing nowadays with a lot of like these modern footballers, ah, lovely with a ball at the feet and all that kind of stuff, is it's the nous to be able to stop the ball going in the back of the net, isn't it? Reading situations. Yeah, being a fielder goalkeeper, somebody will help their teammates 
everyone, what does that mean? What does that mean being a fielder goalkeeper? A fielder goalkeeper, me and and Rob have had this conversation before, which I think is such a vital part of a modern goalkeeper or any goalkeeper really, is that you need to be basically on the edge of your box all the time fielding absolutely everything so the ball might be at the right back he might be under pressure you are shouting to him give it to me give it to me and so he knows that he hasn't even got a look to see where you are he can hear you he knows where you are on the pitch he'll just give you the ball back it helps the team out like you wouldn't believe you can shift it over to the left hand side it's about just giving options to players some goalies don't like to do it though say it's out on the right hand side and I'm left footed I might not want the ball back on my right side so some goalies will just almost keep it safe play it safe and they'll stay in the middle of their 18-yard box so they can't receive the ball. Do you know what I mean? But that puts pressure on the right back. You might kick it out for a throw-in 40 yards from goal. They're on the attack again then. That's being a fielding goalie. Somebody who's always is, out there to Is help. that when more mistakes are made potentially? From who? From the goalkeeper. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's why... the that's why the, But that's good though because the loan system, like I was getting into proper goalkeeping chat, but that's why you want kids to go out alone. So they learn all that exactly. then and they can make mistakes with all due respect at levels that aren't going to cost millions or at the, yeah. the top end. So they they can learn all that and actually they can learn to be brave and accept that you kick the ball out of play or you shank the ball out of play. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like you've, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, but you don't know that 18 years old. Do you know what I mean? And that's why like you expose the kids to it. And, and I think like you said there, like you just want to be in a position where you're seeing what's going Going on before like physically like I've, I've never ever been physically like I've had I've never had the capacity of like Fozzie or the these the, the, some of the lads they're Athletes just so now, powerful yeah. and know. quick it's incredible I've never had that so I've almost had to like put myself in a position where I can negate an extra yard of speed so I can actually say right well I know I can't get there as quick as someone else so I have to sort of Maneuver myself. Yeah, exactly. Use you have to maneuver yourself. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And then, like, you get to 35, and then you're like, actually, I can't get there. I've got so no I'm just going to stay there. So I'm just going to stay here. Reflexes are away, gone. Away. <laughs> Here's a question for you. Because I was watching clips the other day. It was a um, do- goalkeeping documentary, and Neville Southall came up. Um, where did he sit on that? With like, what? With, was he athletic or was he? He was athletic. He was athletic. Was he? Yeah, he, he was, was incredible. Cat. He was a cat. He wasn't the tallest of goalies, but he was an absolute cat. Mm-hmm. Like, I know Alex Chamberlain really well, who um, who was at Everton with Neville Southall for a bit. And he said, Ben, honestly, like, I can't describe to you how good this guy he was. He was, like, massively underrated. Yeah, he, he, no, he, I don't think he was underrated because I everybody think knew. I think at the t- didn't he win, like, yeah, European he did, yeah, football? Like did that, he? Yeah, he yeah, won yeah, an did. incredible, like... But everybody knew what he was like. Like, Al Chamberlain used to say, like, he was born in the proper era by the way Neville Southall because he said like literally on you know like on a Saturday morning sometimes you might go for a walk or whatever he said Neville would sometimes ring me on a Saturday morning and go do you want to go over to the park and we'll like just like chuck a few balls about and stuff like that and he said we'll be doing training sessions in the morning not Saturday hard morning of a game. Yeah, not hard or anything he said we would just be like dicking about and stuff like that and he, he was just wicked he said he was an absolute cat that's so good <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Wow. I remember he started a, he started doing warm ups an hour and a half before games yeah an hour remember, and like, yeah. he used to just get out he used to get, when they turned up he said I'm just going to go on the pitch yeah he so did, I don't think he liked the football side of being a footballer. Like the actual, like the the lads and the banter and like, because some lads are dickheads, aren't they? Some lads are big time. Yeah, and yeah. They, I don't think he liked that side of it. He liked to just be outside. Like he might go out with the goalies. We were probably normally like, most goalies are the same sort of people, aren't they? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Like you can, you can identify a goalie straight away yeah. if he's not a goalie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like true. in the group, it's all similar. Like you all know the job, you know the role, but you all, you have to be the same. Don't it's you? It's true, so yeah. unique. It's such a it unique is. thing. It's very true. Like in yeah. a room of 25, 26 blokes, the goalies will normally sit together because, not because we have to, because we're goalies or whatever, but we'll all be the same temperament. You know what? We it's, will. I, I've noticed this. I've been fo- mates with Fozzie for a long time and whatnot. I, I've noticed that goalkeepers, any goalkeeper when I've met them, no exceptions, 
are the most normal type of guys there are. Yeah, it's true. And on a football pitch, it, yeah, it's you know weird, what it's it? like. You meet footballers, and you are a footballer, so you don't know this kind of as as I would. But you meet football, and you kind of go, "Oh, yeah, okay." But the goalkeepers are the most relatable to me as as a normal guy, just a normal yeah. bloke. Yeah. But I think, um, like like you're saying there, it makes sense to me. Like I've stopped calling myself footballer now. So what do you do? I'm a goalkeeper. Mm. I'm trying to get out of saying I'm a footballer, and that's no disrespect to the football lads, like or yeah. the outfield lads, but because like. 90% of the lads who if you brought home or brought here to meet everyone they're, they're just lovely lads yeah, just yeah. families and all that sort of stuff there is the 10% dickheads who just cause chaos for everyone and they give us a name that everyone Bad goes name, true, oh, yeah. a typical footballer typical footballer he's out doing XYZ and you're yeah. like what do you think you do on a Saturday night like I'm not out doing some of the things we've seen which are pretty horrendous yeah. like I'm just literally putting the kids to bed or getting shouted at yeah. for being lazy or whatever it might wrong. be you know yeah. what I mean like yeah. as the usual stuff or oh you're going to the pub again for a couple of pints with the lads like well that's yeah. just what normal that's people do that's just what normal do. lads do do you I know what I mean and we want to do the same yeah. sort of thing yeah. the problem is like when like Premier League level and stuff like that you can't just go for a pint like if, if you go to a pub and we're having a pint somebody will try and take a sneaky picture of you and you just want to have a that's, pint in the pub that like, is nothing better is there yeah. we've done it a few times recently where we've literally just gone Can we just, should we just go to the pub for a pint it's like oh my god this is incredible you're, you're a pretty chilled out guy very very chilled out guy right and it's very it's seldom you will get irate but the one thing that really pisses you off is when we're out and when people try and take a sneaky one sneaky picture just yeah. that yeah. sneaky so video that yeah. really yes, bugs you doesn't it yeah it's horrible though yeah. isn't it it is it's really we had a funny thing we were out here for a few weeks ago and we were literally doing the same thing having a few pints we were literally just chilling like we'd played the game or whatever and we'd be having a few pints and there was these couple of kids on the table next to us and they were just dickheads like literally like Taking photos sneakily, but then also starting to—they would start like chants against, singing like, songs about, singing songs about, about Watford, and, Watford and, and all that sort of uh, stuff. And you're just thinking, oh my but god! But it's so cringy because we're just sitting here. There was a, there's about four of us, weren't there? Yeah. Just like from the game, just I think it was like ten o'clock. We were just weren't even out. We was having dinner, and it was like. And you're just thinking, what are you doing? Oh, no. Like, yeah. honestly, at one point, he, the, had to, he had to have a look at him. He had a little tweet. He had, he, he had, had enough. I just, like, him the look, I just literally said to him, like, lads, like, <laughs> I can't remember what I said. He's like, I just said to him, lads, literally, just chill out or fuck. Where are yeah, those yeah. bruises from and your knuckles from? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's true, though. He went, lads, like, listen, like, we're just having dinner, yeah? We're just not being... Yeah. Please, just like... Yeah. Basically, uh, just said, yeah. come, come over and have a chat. You know what? That's exactly Actually, what I said. That's just what come he over said. and have a chat. He went, come over and have a chat or please don't sit there and sing songs and look at us. And they got up to try and sit down and I went, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. He was, like, he, no. Just went, he was like, no, no. no. I wish I could have yeah. pictured that You're place. You're not just coming to like, No, go away. They no. were gone though. They no. were absolutely yeah. pissed oh, out. They were wasted. Yeah, they were wasted. Yeah. We went completely off topic, by the way. That was lovely. Anyway, so right. So, so... Charlton. So, so we were at Charlton. We've right, just signed okay, for yeah. Charlton. You told me a story that so your your dad was a massive Charlton fan, yeah? Yeah. He was a huge Charlton fan. And you you one thing you I remember you saying to me was um because he was such a big Charlton fan, he would go to away games, home games, and he 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 know he knew like the the firm basically, the crew, yeah. yeah? yeah. So he was he was big in the Charlton sort of fan base kind of thing. And Rob's one thing he said to me, which I actually like, I thought, wow, actually it's true. He said playing for Charlton was actually harder than playing for Newcastle, which Sounds incredible, doesn't it? It sounds absolutely incredible, but if you think about it, it makes sense, though, doesn't it? Like when you've got the the family stuff, like really does like puts pressure on like nothing else, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like uh, my whole family were Charlton fans, so both my mum's side and my dad's side, obviously when they met. Um, so my dad was. Uh, so how long were you at Charlton for in total? So I was there from sixteen to twenty-five. Um, yeah, nine, nine years. Nine but obviously, years, yeah. when I say I was seen to old, I was a proper like junior red. This yeah, is really yeah. sad, right? So, so you were um, like full into yeah, it. Yeah, like literally, like you, 
what team you support, right? If you're a proper supporter of your club, whatever yeah. it is, it means as much to you. So I always say to them, supporting Charlton meant as much to me as what it means for a Geordie to support Newcastle or United course, fans to support United. Yeah, like, yeah. There's no comparison. Yeah, unfortunately, like my team was never going to win anything. You know, yeah. I'm never going to see Charlton win something, probably. But can, can I, I say, club, can I say, came close can I say the first thing he does when he gets on the coast, what was a Charlton score? He does. What's a Charlton score? And then he'll say, what's a Newcastle score? Newcastle, then Gates. That's what he does, honestly. I've got a little list and I just go through it. Every time But you do, once you have an infinity, yeah, just yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. I do it. I, do, I genuinely do it. Like as a football fan, because me and Fozzie have been mates for so long. I look at Watford. I look at Blues. West Brom. I look yeah, at West, West Brom. Brom yeah. They're always the ones I go to straight away. My mates are the same. My mates still follow them just because of the yeah, fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have an infinity. It's like anything though, don't you? You have an infinity with someone. Like lads who I know play cricket, I'll just follow like all the cricket scores. Like yeah. count, checking county cricket scores on a Thursday afternoon. So I always score some runs. Yeah, That's yeah, nice, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's nice, like isn't it? Because you feel yeah. a connection. What we say? Oh yeah, Cholton. So no, it was because. I'd watch these like so imagine like when I turned up at 16 I've turned up at 16 I literally was sitting in the stands watching them when I in yeah. that February playing like in the Premier League earlier. in the Premier League and then I'm next thing because at the time the building everyone was in the same building um, like it's an old old listed building you mean, you mean senior players everyone, academy players academy, reserve yeah, players all in, the same thing. all in the same building and like Cholton's, has, Cholton's always been a small club even when they were in the Premier League we were a, we were a small club yeah. like that's how we operated is how we were successful but then so I was walking past and I remember I was like walking past Chris Powell Mark Kinsella like um, Matty Holland was he there Matty Holland I don't think Matty come a bit later but like when I was there but like yeah so players was- up uh who else is there? Like Richard Rufus, Dean Kiley, Mark Fish. Mark Who's Fish. the lad from? Uh, Pringle was he there? Uh, Martin Pringle. Martin Pringle. That's good knowledge, isn't yeah, yeah. it? Well yeah. Martin, that's very good. Martin Pringle, Andy Hunt. I think Hunt. Uh, oh, Andy Clive Hunt. Mendonca, John, Jason Yule, John Robinson. There? Jason Yule. Uh, he, I think he might have been there or he just yeah, yeah I think he might yeah, have been yeah, there before I was there players. and he's a legend by the way what yeah. a guy I mean like all who, the guys are lame who's legends. a um, K- Kirkich or something like that no Mendonka Mendonka, oh, Mendonka. Wow. you're thinking of Kishishev Kishishev that's yeah, what yeah. I think Mendonka yeah. what, what a finisher he was but, yeah, he so was. imagine like being a kid and then walking in and seeing these oh, I was so starstruck it's embarrassing yeah, yeah. and actually I think it hindered me for the first couple of years that it, I was literally like in awe all the in time in awe of it all, all yeah, the time in awe of it and then all my family and all my friends were at all the games and they all supported Cholton they all wanted to know what's going on and we was in the Premier League so Cholton at the time was massively overachieving like Alan Kerbishley like like legend of the club yeah. like keeping like I don't, you obviously would have played against them they were always a tough team to yeah, play against and um and I, and I think I struggled with it because I was just literally walking around with these legends yeah. like, and then um yeah, but it was wicked. And then, do you know what it was? When I started playing, it was actually, when I started playing, I remember like, really sad. I remember like looking at the badge thinking, I remember th- I remember this day when I've made my debut, I was like looking at myself thinking like, I'm in a Cholton kit, I'm about to play at the Valley. Yeah. It's like, that's it. Why, why do I have to worry dream, anymore? Dream I've done it. True. I've done it. Yeah, I've done, I've, I've done it. No matter how it goes, I can say I've done it. And like, and to be fair, there's a few ups and downs along the way, but obviously eventually like, what helped in timing looking back is obviously the club really struggled financially. So as we were on the way down in the championship and that, because I was a, a decent young GK and like big Nicky Weaver, an absolute legend. Like they obviously, the club were like, well, we, we're going to put the young lad in because we're probably getting relegated anyway. And obviously got my opportunity there, but that um, no, is amazing. Like it's just one of the best things ever to play for. I feel so like we talk about obviously, but like playing for um, Cholton then moving to a club like Newcastle, like it's, if like with clubs with genuine connection because you can't yeah, not play yeah. for Newcastle without feeling connection um, and yeah, then obviously yeah. playing for my boy at club it, I think it helped me I think it made me from probably an average goalkeeper in terms of your markings to being able to perform in games under pressure because you felt like it you, yeah. you knew how much it meant to people yeah. so I knew as a fan how much it meant to play for Cholton so when you go to a club like Newcastle with the most passionate fans I understood yep. what it meant what it meant that yeah. they that what they meant do you know what I mean so yeah, and I think that's why I, like I say like like I, they don't hate me because I think 
probably they understood that I'm, I understood that. Yeah, if that yeah, makes yeah. any sense. So, so when when you're at Charlton then, so with your dad being a fan and your so you what made your debut what two thousand eight. Yeah, it would have been. So 2008, and what league are you in at this point? So we are in the championship, and um, it was a mad one. So Alan Pardew is the manager, and he hated me, right? He hated me at the start, because, like, I mean, I'm just not his type of goalie, which is fair enough. But um, Andy Woodman's the goalie coach. Just mad character. Like, what a guy. Helped me so much for my career. Took me to Newcastle. Um, and we were training once, and uh, I went to see Pards, and uh, he called me into his office, and he basically said to me, he was like, oh, do you know what it is? Um, I think you're doing okay, sir, but your life's way too easy. He said, um, "He said you look like you go home, you've got your mum making your tea and it's just too easy. You don't, you don't have enough, you don't want it enough. And obviously I didn't want to say anything back to him. I was only like 19 at the time, but it like, nearly cut me up because I literally was like paying for the mortgage with my mum. It was just me and my mum on yeah. our own. I was like with my little sister to, so we can move out of where we live because it wasn't the best area. We didn't want my sister to go to school there. I was almost like my car had broken down so I was bunking the train again. So he didn't like, know that. He didn't know this. No, because I'm not going to walk around saying, you yeah, know what I mean? Course, it's not yeah, like, yeah. No, but you'd yeah. think but, that but, before you fire into somebody, yeah, he's, no, he was, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I think he was, I understood what he's trying to do now. I think he was trying to say to me, come on, like I need to see a bit more from you um, in terms of why I need it to look like it means a bit more. Yeah. So I'm, I'm too nice sometimes. That's like, sometimes goes against you. And then um, I literally broke down pretty much, told Woody about it. I was like, fucking hell, Woody, like, Jesus Christ, you know what I'm going through to do all this? And he thinks that. And Woody, to be fair to him, just went and saw, the, I didn't know this, but he saw the managers like Gaffer, literally, like, Rob's just told me this. He's having a thing. tough time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, not, they didn't do any, I didn't get any special treatment or anything, but I think it was just to make the manager aware that actually, like, what, yeah, what he probably yeah, saw yeah. was wrong. And to be fair, we turned up at Plymouth and I've been training well, doing well. And he was called me on the pitch and he was like, come here you and I was like oh god I'm in trouble again because like he never said anything nice and then uh, he was like you've been unbelievable he said I've been really impressed you're going to get in the team at some point because you're doing well he's like I'm going to give you a new contract and I think I went from 300 quid a week to like at the time I didn't know what I was getting but I think I went from 300 quid to say a thousand pound a week Boom. so that meant I actually like Buzzing. I could get out of my overdrive like 10 grand in debt it's, it's, yeah. it's incredible when you think yeah, about it like, yeah, how yeah, my yeah. life could have gone like and then um, and then I literally was like oh that's amazing blah blah I was thinking, oh, I'm thinking all these happy thoughts blah blah so I'm coming out the tunnel thinking, this is brilliant. I literally look up and Weaves comes out his box for the first ball and just handballs it. And he was like, I told you, get your chance on your go. And I was literally standing there. And because, <laughs> because it happened after the first 30 seconds, they were like trying first to- First 30 seconds? 30 seconds. It was the first ball. Do you know when you play the ball back? Yeah, and yeah. They just smash it in the channel. Weaves had come out for it. It was a really windy day. He missed it and he handballed it oh. to stop the guy going through. And then the gaffer, they could try to decide who to take off because obviously like it was just chaos. And I'm standing at the touchline ready to go and my leg would not stop shaking. It would not stop shaking. <laughs> how old are like, you, Rob? Like 20? And my leg's going like this and I'm like, oh my God, my leg's shaking. I don't want to do So I was thinking, everyone's going to, you know what you like? In your head, like, everyone's going to see my leg shaking. So I just started like jumping up and down. Which is adding the Which is adding the No, no, no. So my uncle was there and um, so obviously like it worked out really well that way. But um, I was literally like, well, I've got to dance up and down, going to see some quick feet, going to have to do everything. So I was literally doing this. It took about a minute. So I was doing this, well, I was blowing by the time I went on. <laughs> so I went on and um, I think we won. Two, two, one in the end, and then uh, yeah, and then I got dropped the next week. So they called Randolph back off loan and played him. So it's like, yes, I mean, there's a dropped, but it all worked out in the end. But yeah, it's mad. It just shows how mad life is. Like, yeah. Just do, do, you, do you have a family ever? Have they ever spoke to you about? Because football fans are, are, are opinionated, can be quite ruthless. So imagine your uncle or your brother. I don't. Sorry, whoever it is, yeah, family yeah. member sat in the stand, and someone's going, "That oh, fucking Rob Elliot." has made a mistake yeah, or yeah. something and they're kind of going oh it's my, yeah it's, it's my awkward oh, it's, it's horrible, horrible. Like, it's but you horrible. said how many times you're yeah. like, oh this one idiot, one idiot I just wanted to say something it's like you just can't say anything no, like, you my mum's the worst no, my mum's like God, my mum's come everywhere follow me around she's like she's amazing but um, 
yeah, she's the one she gets so upset by. <laughs> yeah. I remember she came on the pitch once when I was like 15, I got knocked out, smashed into the poach. Did you? Post. And like, you're 15 years old, you think you're cool, right? And then I'll, I get knocked out, but I'm fine. Like, it's just first. I wake up, the first thing I see is my mum. And she's like, like that. And I was like, get the fuck off. Yeah, it's so like, like the first time I swear. Like, get the fuck off the pitch now. Oh, it's get unbelievable. Off. And she's like, what? Well, I'm just checking. Like, I was like, look, get off the fuck off the pitch. And literally, I snapped. I was like, get off. And I was fuming. My missus, my missus. We went to watch my lad play the other week, right? And it was absolutely freezing. It's like ridiculous. And she's going, he looks really cold. Shall I take his coat on? And I'm going, no, what don't are you, you dare. Ta- no. You want to take his coat on a football pitch? Like, Leave him alone. He will he's never fine. forgive you. I oh, know, honestly. Yeah, you just, you can mentally scark. You don't realise at the time. You can mentally no yeah, chance. All right, cool. So you smashed it, child, and okay, the move to Newcastle. How does it like? How, how does that materialise back then, kind of thing? So um, <clears throat> I was at the time I was on a decent contract. So I fast forward and got in the first another new contract. Game. Yeah. yeah, so I was, yeah. things are going really well, John. Yeah, I'm really yeah. happy. Like um, obviously, it was in League One. So it was nothing. It wasn't like Premier League money or anything like that, but it was still amazing. I managed to buy a flat and all that sort of stuff. Um, just changes, like you were saying earlier on, though, comfortably. It just changes your life for you and yeah, your nearest incredible. and dearest like, type. You think most people have to work for 10 years, go to university if yeah. they're lucky, or get a job and work their way up just to get to the position where they're maybe not even in debt or where they're saving yeah, for a flat. Course, and then yeah. within three years, you can do that as a footballer. So that's why being this job is so amazing, the opportunity it gives you, and to help other people as well, yeah. like help your family, which you, again, you'd never be able to do. Um, but yeah, like, so. Um, I was out of contract. I had a year left, I think. And then basically uh, the club were like, they're not going to give me another contract um, because they, I was 24 and I was like, well, uh, I was 25, sorry. Um, sorry. Nice, right? And um, so Andy Woodman and Pardew, the Pardew got the Newcastle job somehow and um, Andy took Andy Woodman with his goalie oh, coach. Course, so then Woody was yeah. like calling me saying like, right, well, we need to sign a young one. Like, and... Um, we got, but he said like they've got um, three. He said like these goalies are a joke. He said, so he had Steve Harper, wow, obviously yeah. like yeah. ridiculous yeah. experience. Yeah. You've got Tim Krull, who obviously at the time he was still a young goalie, yeah. but everyone course, knew yeah. how good he was yeah, going to be. Yeah. And then they had Fraser Forster. So he said they got. He said I've got Steve Harper. He said so I know I've got my experience in that. He said yeah. but I've got Tim and Fraser. He said the trouble is I don't know how I'm going to keep both of them happy. Um, so he said to me, it all basically come back to the fact that Fraser was going to play a game in pre-season. And the manager was going to decide after that game who, how the goalies were going to work. And to be honest, I, d- I think the game got called off after half time. So it was a bit of a nightmare for yeah, Fraser. Yeah. I don't know if uh, it's just my side. So that was his chance, basically. I to don't prove. think it's his chance, but I think yeah, he was getting <clears throat> sort of the manager working out the pecking yeah, order and stuff yeah, like that. Because yeah. obviously at the time, even having three senior ones wasn't quite. Yeah. It was only ten years ago. But he still didn't a club like that. He probably didn't have three senior ones. So then, um, anyway, Fraser signed for Celtic. So then there was an opportunity for me to go. But then, unbeknown to me, uh, the chief exec at Newcastle and the guy who just bought Cholton hated each other. So they're like, oh, so I'm, I got caught in this little like bidding war. In the sort of like, But yeah, it's almost yeah, like yeah. a thing. And I was Handbags. Like, oh. So basically it all got kiboshed. This is like the beginning of August. So then we, the Cholton signed Ben Hamer and Ben like really, really good goalie come in, did really well. I think I played the first four or five games of the season. Then then they put Ben in because Paulie was like, look, uh, the manager at the time, Chris Powell was like, He's going to be my keeper. Hopefully sort your situation out. So then I'm thinking like, well, it's done. I'm not going back there. Even Woody was like, I don't think it's going to happen. So then um, on the transfer deadline day, because I didn't even have a call or anything, no messages, uh, my cricket team had a five-a-side tournament. So I was playing in that because I wasn't even in the Cholton <laughs> squad. So I was playing five-a-side at the at Frinsbury, right? And um, so I'm playing along. We get to like the quarterfinals, semifinals. I'm like, oh, we're going to win this. Like, what a great day. And like my agent calls and he's like, um, I'm coming to get you. You're signing for Newcastle. I was like, what? And he was like, I've just got the call. It's all agreed. Cholton have take it, accepted the bid. I'm coming to get you. We've got to fly there tonight. And I was thinking like, I've had, I've, I've literally like, I'm in my 
kit and I'm thinking well I'm at the cricket club like you're gonna have to I haven't got my car or anything yeah. so I didn't try I don't know actually I was planning to so he come and got me and then we literally but I, I never experienced this before right so within two hours we're on a plane I'm in Newcastle and goalies I'm, don't ever get to experience that on transfer no, deadline day it never amazing. happens to so goalies you rather you went to Newcastle so I was 25 so then yeah. moved to Newcastle and like within a day and you're there and it's just like a whirlwind. I mean, it's a whirlwind. It sounds really cliche, but it is. It's a complete whirlwind. So, so when you signed for Newcastle, obviously you're from, from that area, Charlton, signed, boyhood club. Do you just kind of go along with it? What is your thought process in terms of, I've got to move to Newcastle, it's the other end of the country. What did you, was that any consideration? Yeah, you, I, you think about all these things, but you don't really, because it's, because like it's so stimulating in so many different ways. You're not really thinking about, so like now when you move, you just because you've got a family and you're old and you're experienced, you think about all the things that it could affect. Yeah. At the time, I was like, me and Robin, we, we don't, like, weren't married or anything, we're engaged, we've just like been together for a little bit of time. And so then it was like, well, oh, um, like, so I basically I remember having the, we had a brief conversation like well you can move up or we're like, doing um, it basically yeah but, we, you can yeah. move up or you don't yeah. have to it's like but that, that's it like there was no sort I didn't have a choice but yeah. obviously to move to Newcastle in my stage was was incredible but then I remember going in there and then uh, John Carver said to me uh, his assistant manager at the time he was like when you first walk out of the stadium he said don't look at anything walk to the bottom end of the of the stadium towards the Gallagher and get to the far corner flag and then turn around and have a look. So, Joe, you know the, the yeah, big yeah. freeze. Have a look at that bad boy. And mate, I did it and I literally was like, oh my God, I shouldn't be. <laughs> I was literally like, someone's going to someone's gonna work out that I'm a fraud and that like they're going to say, Rob, sorry, you're going to have to go. Incredible. But like, again, just just the level that went up, mate. Like, we're used to it now. So, we've been, we've been used to playing. <clears> well, you've always done it. But like, going for that jump in that level was just, luckily, I, play, I think I played one game that year in a cup. Did, did average, like, at best. And, um, but I trained with the team the whole time, like, on the on and off the bench with Harps. And it was the best thing I've ever done. What, what sort of players are we talking about at that time uh, for Newcastle? Well, it's like Johan Kabai, oh, Czech Tio, yeah. Denver Bar. Yeah, what a player Denver nice. Bar was, uh, Pappy's come that season as yeah. well. Um, even lads like, and I, and I mean it's great respect because they're my friends, like um, like Big Shola, yeah. Mike Williamson, James Perch, Ryan Taylor. Um, like lads, Stephen lads, Taylor. Stephen, about, yeah. Stephen Taylor. Like yeah. he, come back, what, he had a bad injury, but what a, what a good defender he was. What year were you at Blues? <clears throat> 2011. So you signed in 2011. Yeah, yeah. So we might have played against you actually, maybe. You played well, there. I once, wouldn't have played. You obviously. played there once at Blue. This is quite funny actually, because we went out. So whenever like me and my mates and Ben's mates, we always look Premier League season fixture comes out Newcastle away. When's that? So we go up to the Blues, um, mega stay up for the weekend because I think they you used to get the day off. Yeah, um, on the Sunday off we'd have the Sunday off. Yeah. We'd give you the day off, yeah. wouldn't we? So we had a night out. Go out, meet some of the lads, didn't we? Yeah. And I remember because it was quite funny. I remember the one time I stood next to Ben and everyone's coming up to Ben and laughing their heads off. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, what's going on? People taking pictures of Ben and he's kind of going, what's on? And Kurt Davis, Curtis Davis had put a condom on your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we spotted it and like that. But then we went to this nightclub, uh, nightclub, uh, Newcastle, uh, what was it called? It was called Tup Tup Palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tup Tup. So, yeah. Well, man. <laughs> and we've gone in there and we walked in and it, the whole Newcastle team were in there. So we've gone in and you like you know in your scanner room and you go yeah. in and you've got I think was it Joey Barton, Joey Kevin Barton, Nolan? Yeah, Joey Barton was in there, yeah. Tim Krull, were yeah. you beeline for yeah, Tim Krull yeah, yeah, straight yeah, away? Yeah, straight Goal, to the goalkeeper friends Goal, and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, so that would have been the first I think yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that might have been 
that might have been the end of the season before I come because I, I left when I come when Joey left and Kevin O'Neill. Uh, okay, left. yeah, but, um, okay, yeah. yeah. But, it's the, but that's the thing, it's such a small city that when you go out, you see everyone. Yeah. So it is like there's no hiding That place, is really. the one, though. That is the one fixture, like when you're playing. If it's Saturday, Saturday games and you know you've got Newcastle oh. away, you're making a special oh, event there, yeah. you? You are. 100%. We'll stay up after Best the game, we'll go out, we'll have a few, we'll yeah. have a lovely time. We've got a day off tomorrow, it's boom, yeah. and it's working. You, you know, as well, when you go out, whoever you played against, as long as they've got a day off the next day, you know you're seeing like, yeah, after team. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're seeing team, right? Yeah, no, that's ledge. Um, what were we talked about in Newcastle there? So you signed, so you just signed a four four year contract, yeah? Uh, I think so, yeah. Four, I think so. Four, four or five with an years. option. Yeah, so yeah. We were talking um, about this, Fuzzy. Sorry to interrupt. We were talking about this earlier on. At the time, Newcastle contracts were five and six years, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. So, I, so, like, so I, I actually signed like um, five years. Considering I come from League One, I signed five years. But I think like the way they did it was that um, I think Mike was like. Everything was basic, Mike really Ashley. basic. Yeah, Mike, Mike Ashley. Ashley yeah. yeah, everything was really basic, and it, but it was long term. So it was almost like you sign this and that's it. Like yeah. none of this you've done really well. You get another one. It's like well, that's your contract. You sign. You know, like he was very blunt about the way he did things. I'm not giving away any trade secrets. Like yeah. it is what it is. So like I remember a couple of times there was issues because lads would sign contracts. Um, and then they'd do really well and there'd be yeah. interest from other clubs and he'd be like, well, no, you've got four years left or you've got three years left. You can't, you can't, this is a big so is debate it, in football, isn't it? It's you a can't big have one. it so two like, ways. Exactly. So it's a tough one. So like you want to have that security, you want to have that, like, so it's almost, and I think what he did as well is he probably gave you under market value, but no one, I, I think he could have had six year deals at some point. Yeah, he, he was did, six he years. Did, he six, was, exactly. I always watched Pard signed a seven year deal. Also. Eight year the whole year stuff. Yeah. yeah I think did. it only ran out a couple of years, years ago. He did. He did. He was doing zero hours in Sports Direct. watching it on like Sky Sports News and like just as your average bloke watching TV. And I always used to clock it and go, why did Newcastle give like six years? They dish yeah, out. I think it was Teote had like six year deal, yeah, and you go, yeah. kind of makes sense. But, but then think, again, if it doesn't go that way, you kind of stuck with them for. Well, I think that's that's the other side of it as well. So there was um there was there was situations where lads just ran it down. We had a few lads sign, and like they just they were just there all the time, but they never played. Never. Got I'd put say in the it's a dangerous thing to do. It is. Yeah. I, I, if, if you do it with the right players, it's very very good. But yeah, exactly. You know, football's yeah. like so unpredictable. You don't get many, like, you do you? No. Like we we've spoke, we've had this little weird conversation sometimes of saying if we own the football club, how we'd run it, right? And it's a it's a wicked concept, right? So we would literally just do our due diligence on every single player that we signed. Yeah, we would want to know everything about this guy. How what's he like with other people first and foremost yeah, that's yeah, the most yeah. important is he a good guy is he professional does he well the professional bit can be as long as he does it properly <laughs> yeah. does he turn up and yeah, do it properly when exactly. he should yeah. does he turn up on time with everything he needs yes boom. does he drink San Miguel do yeah, yeah he's my kind <laughs> of guy this is, this is the sort of thing if you've got a bunch of players a team of players that are all of the same ilk yeah I don't think you can go far wrong. No, you no, can't, can you? No. There's and, a lot and, to and be the said thing, for it. Doesn't it. matter where, it, and that's the thing. Like, it doesn't matter where you're from. What you do, like Imran, isn't it? Yeah. Imran joins yeah. in with us. Like, he come over. He's French Moroccan. Yeah. Um, didn't speak much English, but exactly. whenever we do anything, if we're like on the on the bus playing cards or we're just yeah, yeah, yeah. Or playing like the, what's the iPad game you play? He's literally oh, getting involved. <laughs> like, even when he can speak, and he's always there because yeah. his mentality is like he wants to be a part of the team yeah. and all that sort I of saw, stuff. I saw he's just come back from um, African, this is Imran loser. Imran yeah, loser. Yeah, he's just come back from African Cup of Nations, and he. He actually got back in today, his first day today. So I saw him, I was buzzing, blah, 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 blah. Like, he's like, hey, Fuzzy, nice here, blah, blah, blah. He's asking about my injury. Also, I saw him see Rob in the changing room, right? Rob's like got this obviously massive beard. <laughs> and the last time that Imran saw him was like a month ago before he went to AFCON. And he's gone up to Rob, he's gone, oh my God. <laughs> he's and he's like, he's like, <laughs> twisting his head. Hey, he's so long. Like, yeah. you lovely guy there. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I would literally just do full due diligence on every single player. And the, the most important thing is, is he a good lad? 
is he professional? Will he get stuck in? It, Will he do it properly? It's the same as any business. Yeah. Exactly. So we've yeah. got the Cycling GK business, as you know, Rob, and we've got a couple of couple of full-time employees, uh, with three, including myself. It's and we the, made a massive mistake, didn't we? Because Frank the editor are, oh, and Ginger geez. Jamie, they are dickheads. They're dickheads. Liabilities. No, but you do. You look at it and you go, right. <laughs> I don't know if you can talk to Scully. <laughs> no, Scully's massive time. I mean, last time I saw him, he was in a Watford He was in a Watford kit. He was like, oh, Rob. Just say hello. Come on. What a legend this is. So we signed we signed Scully. Yeah, this was deadline on. day in August, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. Go on, tell the story, tell the story. So we Tom. signed Scalzi from Watford, didn't we? Yeah, he, yeah, he did, yeah, he came and pitched him, didn't You've got to talk to the camera, <laughs> yeah, look yeah, at the camera, yeah. give him the thumbs up, yeah. <laughs> yeah do you want they, to explain is it the story? More, is it the money? How much How much do you want at Watford and how much they offer you? Is that what it is? I wasn't actually on anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so Jamie, Jamie was one of the interns at Watford. Um, can't miss his head. It's fine. It's, it's a funny story, really. Because <laughs> nice one, Jay. Is, no, it's a nice story though, isn't it, Jay? It Sit down for a minute. You're golden, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. time. Yeah. Sit on Rob's lap as well. So Jamie, he, he was actually an intern at Watford at the beginning of this season. And uh, the Cycling GK was in full flow at the beginning of this season. Um, I, I went over basically the first day all the new interns were there sat on a table having their breakfast and there was like a table of four or five of you wouldn't there yeah, yeah. and I went straight over and I was like lads any of you lot do um, uh, no first of all I said nice to meet you all I'm blah blah yeah, blah yeah. and I was like um, do any of you lot do editing or anything like that social media blah 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 and everyone was a bit like mm, no not really not really but Jamie here young Jamie was like yeah I do a little bit I do a little bit to be fair um, I can learn I can learn and <laughs> yeah, he literally said but I can learn I can learn I was like alright cool so I gave him my number um, and then I remember he grabbed me a couple of days later and he was like Ben um what actually is it you'd want like me to do kind of thing blah 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 so I told him I want you to start practicing with editing and social media all this kind of stuff alright cool 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 he went away he sent me a message about a week later right Ben I've been learning this I've signed up to this course I've signed up to that course I've t- took advice for this I've took advice for that um, and I'm going to get it like working I'll send you some stuff when it's ready another week later he sends me some clips of some stuff that he's edited I was like oh my god I went to, to you didn't I? I was like mate what a guy and we loved him didn't oh, we Rob we, we absolutely loved him at Watford because he was the loveliest kid wasn't he everybody loves Scolzi yeah. from day one <laughs> can you yeah, yeah exactly I had a lot of nicknames to be honest a lot of nicknames <laughs> what were your nicknames I had uh, Scolzi yeah. so Scolzi Matty Longstar Matty <laughs> Look at the camera. Matty Longstar. Uh, you got to put their faces up. Yeah. Chesney. 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 Coronation Street. Yeah. yeah. I had them all. I had them all. No, no one called me James. But I think, no I think the point is, is like Premier League football, right? You've got senior players like you two boys bowling around the football club. And I think people have this perception that you get interns and graduates and young lads and ladies working around the football club and they're a different world. But like you've got the most senior pro at Watford ringing me going, there's this kid at Watford and we've got to have him. Yeah, we've like, got to have him. He is yeah. driven and tenacious and bloody hell, Jay, you're going to have a good sleep. I know, tonight. yeah. You've got to miss this. You're going to get one soon. This is how it works though. This is how it works. And and Jamie's skill set, and this isn't talking you down, Jay, at the time, wasn't quite what we needed, but he's like, I can learn. Yeah. And that for us is the most important his, his skill set didn't matter it yeah. was you it was the person yeah. that mattered and honestly like I said to you like do you want to come and work for me and you yeah, were like I was like yes yep. <laughs> straight, away, <laughs> straight up like next yeah. week didn't I and and that was it. you just put your face up you know, I'll just jump out <laughs> <laughs> I'll just jump out 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 I'll just
Um, so, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, honestly, like people are the most important. Yeah. You can have all the ability and skills that you want, right? But the the people and the dynamic that it builds and like breeds is the most important thing, isn't it? Mate, it's huge. And like, you know, what you say when we're sitting around messing around with calves, like um, playing pool, or and and just like even the staff, like the people at football club that from the outside you wouldn't think were important, like like. Yeah. Um, Kieran, like Sharon and like that, Kieran, yeah. exactly, like, yeah, Sharon, Lynette, yes, yeah, Chef, Lee, Peter. Danny, like all, I mean, everyone, isn't it? Like the yeah. people that you don't realise, like from the outside, I don't think it's important. They're so important because Kit they put, DJ, yeah, DJ, like Mo, Mo, like they just create a bond between everyone, and like, and and sometimes you don't realise actually the difference that that makes between say some lads who are shy or they're yeah. quiet and then so, like some lads just actually like I talk to the staff when I talk to the lads yeah, do you know what I mean, I mean like you do and that's not anything against lads but sometimes you just you, you spend more time with them like, than they're around a lot more because they're obviously always there and you end up sitting down for dinner and it's it's nice because you actually look forward to seeing them not because they're your teammates or anything like that because you actually enjoy their company Yeah. Um, and like you said that's the biggest thing isn't it like you don't want to sign a dickhead there's nothing worse is there when True you're a dickhead that, yeah. in the camp so it's, it's, just, it's a question it's, so annoying. it's one of the first things that we ask honestly if we sign a new player it's it will be asking around the lads anybody know him what's yeah. he like and you do they're work, they're work you, colleagues you, you literally yeah, say yeah. what's he like colleagues. what's he like yeah. because you want to know that he's a good lad and he's going to fit in so yeah. with the with, so coming back to Newcastle quickly and the, that, there was a period of those long term contracts now we've seen big news Premier League Aubameyang going to Barcelona for example uh, I look at it and say he signed his big contract and it appeared he downed tools would you agree is that a thing um, yeah, I think I think I think he probably has done, but not purposely. I don't. Apart from all accounts, he's a lovely, lovely lad, Aubameyang. Like we had, we had Aaron Ramsdale in there, and he said he's a, he's a great lad. Honestly, he yeah. said he's absolutely wicked. But I think what happens is subconsciously you do it. You do once you've signed that big money deal, like his What's money. What pressures off the motivation? Yeah, what is it? I think the drive, the hunger goes a little bit. I think for him, I think his background from where he's come from, all that kind of stuff. He's just signed an absolute mom. A mammoth monster deal. Yeah. deal like quarter of a million pound a week like I, I would I would honestly bet that 99% of the population you give them that money it would make virtually every one of them it, it lose becomes their the hunger. individual then when you're talking about individuals I think it then becomes a very personal thing doesn't it because you could give you could give you you, you for example Ben 10 million quid a day but I know that you still want to make cycling GK content. Yeah, it's not about it's not about it's, the mo- some people aren't about that, and so and again, it's not a that's not a saying that he's like that either. But I think it, it subconsciously it will it will water it down a little bit. It will make you take your foot off the gas a little bit. Yeah. Subconsciously, you might not quite try that tiny little percent, but that one percent sometimes is the difference between being that top player and not being that top player. I think that's the, the best players, the best players, the greatest players of all time. They play as if they're playing for like their future in yeah, every game. Yeah, true. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't honestly sit here and say I have the same desire that I had when I was 20 years old and yeah. I couldn't pay I couldn't pay my bills because I was I was playing football because that was an opportunity for me to provide for myself my family my future family to get out of what a situation I'd never be in this situation to get out of do you know what I mean like that you wouldn't well you would but it'd take time to and like you say when I mean you're talking that what any any money any level where you go to the point where money becomes astronomical yeah it, it must be hard I think you have to it depends on that that's when your real personality your real yeah, drive your real that, desires yeah. come out yeah. like like you say yours is becoming it's like obviously not I'm not like you train every day top draw and I'm not just saying that because you're here but you do you're always on it every day but also I know that in your mind you love this stuff and you, and, and this yeah. is what you love doing and it's because that's what's taken over that's what drives you yeah. and I think like that's that's what 
I think that's what we got to get away from. I love this. I love what you're doing. That like, I always joke about it, but I think it's wicked because people see that being a footballer is an amazing job and the opportunity and the responsibility is unbelievable. You should never take it for granted. You should do everything you can when you're on the pitch, when you're training, etc. But you've then got to go and be Ben Foster or whoever, or Patrick or whoever you've got to be, you've got to go and be them. And if you're just, and I think that's why the mental health issues come in because lads think they have to be a certain what people way. want them to yeah, be. Actually, you don't. Just as long as you're respectful, you work hard, you do what you should do on the pitch and yeah. on a Saturday when it counts, well, the rest of the times, go and do what you want. If you're into, like, if you want to do this, if you want to uh, build an empire, if you want to just learn yeah. to dance, it doesn't really matter. I don't really care, but like you should feel free to do it do you know what I mean yeah. but I think that's the stigma at the moment yeah, Rob, Rob loves indie music so Rob's like <laughs> massive yeah. into it so, yeah. but he loves a mosh pit like do you? Yeah. people uh, don't know I've got my mosh on unbelievable the gigs that this guy yeah. goes to right he'll go to any gig of anything right he knows a lot of the people a lot of the lads anyway in these bands and stuff but he will go to the gigs and he gets right up the front in the mix sweats oh, his absolute it, yeah. tits off and gets involved <laughs> yeah. I, do you know what? I love to see the, the human element of you know, looking at the lads and, and the environment that you work in. I, and I remember when um, Watford over the past you know, five years has obviously been heavily a lot of um, Italian influence, a lot of Spanish influence. And at one point you were with the Spanish managers. And I remember speaking to Fozzie and like before COVID, Ben used to get the train down to, to work every day. And he'd learn, he was learning Spanish, weren't you? Like yeah, Duolingo, yeah, yeah. Yeah. learning Spanish. And you think that's just the kind of normal thing to do. If I worked with six or seven Spanish people... Italian people, French people, I'd, you'd I'd learn the language. The yeah, you would. I'd yeah, make yeah. the effort. Yeah, it's, it's true. I think th- this is what Rob said a minute ago, though, is basically there's virtually every footballer is pretty normal. They are, but there is a few percent that probably spoil it for the rest of them, don't yeah, they? Yeah. They're the ones that make the hot headlines and, you know what, leave them to it kind of thing. They'll probably realise the mistakes as they get older. Um, but there's very, I've got to say, very few goalkeepers that are dickheads. That is yeah, true, it's, isn't it? it's true. There's very few money. goalies yeah. that are dickheads. That's the thing I miss. I miss the, like, what I miss is the goalie group. Like, do you know, like the little, when you have a good goalie group, you really enjoy World it. class, it? It's brilliant. Yeah. Like, you go out every day, you have loads of banter, you have a laugh and... Push each other. Yeah, you push, it's not yeah. even like, you push each other properly because you understand what it means and but it was when you good. signed for Watford when you signed for Watford Rob and like very quickly after it made a big impact for Ben I hope you won't mind me saying because he's like Rob signed and he's a great lad oh, and yeah. you know what? And, and we can go and play golf and I didn't even know yet or know of you but I knew you were a great lad <laughs> I remember this we can't really say can we but I remember the moment it happened as well yeah. I remember the moment it happened like stepbrothers did we just become best friends it literally was right so we was in the car park I was in the car park at Watford I was sitting here I told you a story I was sitting there and I was literally like I hadn't been home for like three weeks so the championship's like relentless and with COVID it was horrendous and I was like I think I've made a bit of a mistake here because I got on with the lads at training and stuff. I've been there about a month and it's hard to dig in, especially with COVID. Everyone's like fucking off home and whatnot. And then I was living in the hotel. Then I was living in Kent. So I was driving an hour a day and, I, and we had to park our cars at the training ground. And then we had to, um, uh, we had to park our cars at the training ground and then go to the uh, stadium or hotel, whatever it was. And then when we finished the game, we had to go back and pick our cars up. So this is obviously after the game. I think we had, um, I think it was in for training the next day. We didn't have a game for ages. So Cisco used to give us the Monday yeah, off, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. So then I've got in, I was like, oh, fucking hell, it's Saturday night, I'm not going to get to see the kids or anything like that. I'm sitting in my car, get in, turn the lights on, and then Fozzie drives past. I was like, you all right, mate? And he's like, yeah. Pull the window down, he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, nothing, what are you doing? Like, Fancy a beer? I was like, 
Yup. Yeah, go on then. <laughs> and then that was it. it literally but was you were like, buzzing, like, weren't you? Oh, I was buzzing, yeah. And I literally remember having a beer and I said to the lads, and I was like, lads, honestly, I was so close to just texting yeah. Cristiano saying, oh, I really love this place, but like, I just missed the family and stuff like that. And then it turned it around because it was like, that little moment where yeah, I was like, right, yeah. oh, I've got a friend. Oh, friend. 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 friends. But We've like, got no, a friend. it was. We've got a few now, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, but no, but the thing is, but then, but then, John, it was like, it just then it just seemed to click into place because of time being somewhere. You know, when you first go yeah, somewhere, it's yeah. horrible. We had such a good group, didn't we? Like yeah, Hughes and Clevs. And like we sit by the, the training we're finished, we'd be sitting by the pool table with about 15 lads just sitting around having banter, yeah. came with each other and that. And, and that's what that's the good things. And that's when you realise actually looking back, then moments you get, you've got to really enjoy and take true on board. True that, mate, true that, yeah. yeah. But that was a nice little moment. It was it like, was what are you nice doing? What are you what doing? doing? <laughs> <laughs> the two bearded warriors. Yeah. <laughs> so, so when you were at Newcastle, when you signed for Newcastle, what was your understanding of your kind of position in the club when you signed? Yeah, you know, you know when you're going in. Do you know when you like same when I signed for Watford. You know when I went in that I was a young lad trying to impress, but I was so keen. Do you know what I mean? I was literally like, I never thought I'd get to this level. Do you know what I mean? I, the reason I went there was because Woody was my goalie coach and he knew me inside out, and so he's been asked to sign someone or contribute towards it so they've taken me obviously a lot of other factors I was young I was cheap like because I was out of contract etc yeah but you got to think as well though when a goalie coach like suggests a goalie or signs a goalie he he has to take an element of um what's the word um risk resp- yeah, yeah risk responsibility, and responsibility. Yeah, to say- he, he has to take the responsibility and the risk there. and I know for a fact that if he's signing him again for Newcastle it's because he's a surefire bet he knows what it's he's getting sure thing, yeah. Yeah. good lad he'll dig in he'll do it properly he's a proper goalie he'll do it properly yeah. for you and it's I, I think that's the that. thing and I, and I think the, the obviously only question mark was the level do you know what I mean because I never played that level I trained with Cholton in the Premier League and I played in the Championship a bit and that but obviously it's just the question mark and I remember my first day Woody told me a couple of weeks later but I didn't save a thing right because the level was just a joke he just jumped up and Woody was standing there thinking I remember saying he's talking to I think it might have been Steve Stanley and I saying, oh fuck's sake I've, I've fucked up here like, oh my god come on Rob like, and then obviously like, after a while it just kicks in yeah, you, you get used to the up, speed yeah. because, and you get used to the, how good the players are and stuff and I remember by the end of the season I remember doing shooting sessions I backed myself like, they're not scoring blah 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 um, like you back yourself and you're thinking I'm backing myself against like Denver and Johan Ryan like Jonas like players like proven proper, proper, players. Proper, players. proper players and I'm making proper saves and it gives you and that helped me massively to give me the confidence that eventually I think the next season I played a lot more games that you can actually do it at that level yeah. um, and then it was a tough one because you had Steve Harper who's like a legend of the club been there like 50 years or whatever he'd been there like <laughs> yeah. he won't lie to me for that yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, he is, but he's there now do you know what I mean he's like he's doing an unbelievable job in the academy like he's turning it around and obviously like what's going on there he's perfect for it but he was brilliant you know what I mean because he had this proper senior goalie Tim Krull was just he had the best season of football I've ever seen like really, I yeah. watched him and I was like he, wow oh my god yeah really good like player, he yeah. was really good Proper like he, don't get he's had a grazing career especially after his knees his knee yeah. was so bad and how he's turned it around has been amazing what, whatever happened with him and Rafa at Newcastle what was the story behind that because he had like I remember Rafa basically just went you're not playing you're yeah, not I think that was basically. I don't know if there was issues with the club, right? So I don't actually know that. But it was. I remember we was literally in the changing room, and um, so me, Carl, like Darlow, and there might have been Matt Sells or someone else was in there. And Tim, for some mad reason, the lads are doing activation. Obviously, Goldie's doing activation. Yeah. Like, so we just we don't. It's like we, we like, activate our mouths. Yeah, we, we have a little conversation. Yeah, we a activate the coffee machine. Yeah, then boy. we go. And then uh, and Rafa walked in the dressing room and he was like, um, uh, like basically saying to Tim, he had a, a letter in his hand saying like. They obviously had a thing. Tim had to go to the academy, and Tim was like, "No, I'm not going. Like, I've been here ten years. What I'm do you not... mean he's got to go? To like, the so academy. they said you've got to go and train at the academy because so you're not allowed. You're not allowed near not anymore. Allowed you've got to get changed yeah, over there from now on. Yeah, out of the blue. 
I don't know what had happened. I don't know so, if it's, oh, okay, I, I think yeah, okay, it was his yeah. contract. They weren't going to yeah, renew okay, his contract okay, okay. or something like that. I, I don't know. And because um, Tim had had a really bad injury, he'd done his ACL like I did, but he, it, it was bad. Yeah, and, it was a bad one. Yeah, yeah, but he come back and it took a bit longer. But and he come back and he was he come back well. Um, so then he was Tim was like, "Well, I'm not going." And literally, me and Carl were sitting there like, "Wow." Yeah, we're like making eye contact. Like, what should we do? Like, and then he was like. Should we go? Yeah. And then he, Raph was like, I have a letter here. This is an official letter from the club. And then I know like, oh my God. So like literally, so you're just like, oh, and you just slide along the wall. And me and Carl <laughs> just like, yeah. Out. And he just literally like disappeared in the background. He was like, oh my God. But it was just like, oh, that was so awkward. But for whatever reason, I think Rafa and Tim clashed because like Tim's quite abrupt, but he's got that Dutch mannerism. Yeah, okay. but I don't they think just say how it, it is. Yeah. 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 I love it. Like it Tim is, would not, yeah. Tim, to be fair to Tim, yeah. does not give a fuck. He'll say yeah. everything. And like, to be fair, he's a good lad. So he's not, he's never been like a, a a dick but like he'll just say it do you know what I mean like and the Dutch lad in Ted Lasso you don't know Ted Lasso just yeah. says that way yeah exactly yeah, yeah. he just says yeah. that way and then obviously Rafa as well Rafa by the way like... he looks like coach doesn't he how much does he look like coach out <laughs> Ted Lasso no he's coach practice practice <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah so obviously that, that, but mate yeah it was mental so you're just literally like fucking this is this is crazy but like Rafa was one of them guys it was just like once once you don't want you or like he's got his way and that's it he won't bend he won't try and bring yeah, you into yeah. he's like that's it do you know what I mean he's like I think that's probably balls. been hard well not half his problem I'd say that's what was his problem at Everton he, he had a massive falling out with a lot of the players didn't he Luca Dina um, for example and then I think that modern I think that modern way of managing I think that's changed do you know what I mean like even with yeah. Mourinho who's a legend by the way and I'd, I'd love to play from Jesus Christ it doesn't Christ, work like, anymore does it? if you need a goalie but I think like the um, <laughs> but like Jose, if you need a goalie, however, I'm about to slaughter you and say it yeah, doesn't work exactly. anymore. No, no, but like when he was at Man United, for example, like when you looked here, like you, all, everyone wanted to play for Mourinho, didn't they? Because yeah. you see players crying when he left. I was like, flipping hell, that's no, like, I, that. I want to play for a manager. Like, yeah, yeah, and Inter Milan. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And I was thinking like, I want to play for a manager, I want to cry. And it makes yeah. me cry, do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think like, was, leave me alone. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, they don't work. But then like, yeah, and you just think, oh, this is, like you want to play for him but I think when he went to Man United he felt like he went dictator yeah. mode didn't he and that's Agreed. not him like for me like Rome he seems to got his mojo back and yeah. stuff but yeah maybe with Rafa like Rafa was strict like he was like it was his way he had the same sessions the same everything it was all planned and like unbelievable manager in terms of really, what, and yeah. the way he did things unbelievable like like we started off really well and then the relationship like sort of faded out and that was it I got separated and do you know what I mean? oh, probably I could look back and think I could have done other, other things better I would like to think that maybe Rafa could have done a couple of things better yeah, yeah. whether he admits that or not I don't know like it is what it is but then like but to be fair to him it was what he wanted to do and that and he did it that way like it, it was just it was just really hard to like the way he did things it was really hard to sort of like build a bond with him uh, okay, do you know what I mean yeah. like I think even Gary Carragher and Gerard said or... they didn't know him that much more than, yeah, okay. than that's the thing like, he, 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 he was, kept it like that yeah though. but like that's yeah. what he was he was like well we're at work so he didn't talk about family I remember like one day we was um I was like it was after Christmas and I said to him oh how do you have a nice Christmas stuff he's yeah oh it's after Boxing Day and we lost and like, okay I know it's tough and like and I remember saying to him in the morning I was like morning Gaffer how are you doing I was like did you have a nice did you get to have a nice Christmas with the family stuff he said yeah but obviously we lost so I was like oh okay I said but did you have the family he said yeah but and it, like he didn't he did, just didn't want to yeah. engage, engage in it whatsoever yeah. And but the thing is that was just him that was his like well I'm your he was more like a CEO that's the way yeah, I felt like okay, he was like a CEO okay, of the company didn't get involved yeah but what he was brilliant with is he was brilliant with the fans and he was brilliant with the media like he manipulated the media yeah, like no, anyone yeah. I've ever seen yeah. oh my god it was incredible <laughs> it like, was never his we had fault we had, oh it never his fault yeah. but we had journalists like that were just caning us and rightly so at the time because we were horrendous and um, and literally like he come in we still got relegated it wasn't his fault he hadn't been there long enough um, and then but these same journalists are like suddenly like they're like oh he's the messiah really? and all this sort of stuff And it, but in a good way it's like 
fair like that's why the top managers do they yeah. know exactly what to say when they want to say it and, yeah. it and it was absolutely amazing to watch like it literally was like this guy is just just come in and completely a like, manipulation genius no wow. yeah but, but not like not not, through, not, not, not sneaky not, not, not sneaky, sneaky. Not yeah. sneaky. Like, obviously yeah, he did yeah. it he got us promoted and that sort of stuff but it was just amazing to see how he did it like how he said things when he said it like it was just like you know you're actually thinking that like, it's fucking um, it's so impressive yeah like, yeah, yeah. yeah were you uh, was Andy Carroll there were you Second, yeah, when he come back, yeah, yeah, yeah. So How was he? Because he, he's meant to be a good lad, isn't he? Yeah, he's a great lad. Yeah, yeah. I actually said to, I said about taking him to Watford. Obviously, yeah, when, uh, I, I mentioned him because he's just a good lad around the place. Yeah, obviously, just physically ridiculous, massive he's lad. He's a beast, but, isn't he? Yeah, he's just good around the. He's just really good around the place. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, uh, just. Just yeah, just happy. Just good cracks luck. on I, every day. Just cracks on. Yeah, like, don't, I used there's to no hate issues. playing against him. I used oh, to, mate, I, every time I played against him, he is he is he's a striker version of Craig Dawson, who's a defender. <laughs> he is he's horrible. <laughs> he will elbow you. He will head you. He will go. He, he will head you. He's horrible. He is, yeah. And he's, he's bigger horrible. than you as well. Yeah, so, like, he is. he's bigger than everyone. He's bigger. Yeah, yeah, he's stronger than you, and he will leave one on you. And he's horrible. And he would always bully us. Honestly, yeah. every time we played him, whether it's West Brom, Watford, whatever, he would bully the life out of everyone. He was horrible. He's the only player I've ever played against that when they have a goal kick you're worried <laughs> you're literally like yeah. got, he's like they're taking a goal kick and I'm like going oh my god oh. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on yeah. and when they get a deep free kick you're like oh for fuck's sake. that's <laughs> come brilliant so he's like come oh. on then here we go <laughs> and you were and you were at Watford for te- um, Newcastle for 10 years uh, I, well 10 years 9 seasons I don't know what yeah, it was yeah. Then, but, so, yeah so Obviously, you've 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 gone to Newcastle. Um, I love the fact. So can I say? I love the fact we just talk shit, right? And we're just chatting away. And he yeah. has to go. Right, come on, lads. There's actually a Please, reason you're here. We've got right? a script here. I've gone on Google. I've found four things about your whole career to talk about. Can we just get through them before we have to go home? <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> come on. You've been at Chelsea. You've been at you've been at Newcastle. You've been at Watford. Uh, and now you're doing about? now you're doing the one glove. Can we just yeah. talk about these and then we can go? <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, Play. You've put me off my. You put you me off again. Now, Rob, you bastard. Sorry, buddy. Um, Newcastle play a game. Played some European football. Cruciate knee ligament injury. 2016. Yeah, well, yeah. I, do you know what? I think um, probably a big defining moment for me. Like, got in the team finally. Played the season. Played really well. Felt like I was doing the things that I've done in training that I've done in the past, but never got the opportunity to play long enough to be able to feel comfortable. 2016. What? 30 years old. Yeah. Uh, 20 uh, I don't yeah, yeah 29 28 29 I think my yeah, son had yeah, been born yeah, so 28 yeah. 29 yeah and then um, yeah so I just felt like I got a genuine opportunity because Tim done his knee I was away of Ireland Tim done his knee so I knew I was going to play uh, played against Norwich and then I played a game against Bournemouth which literally changed everything because I mean if you ask most Newcastle fans before that it was like yeah he's alright like, yeah, he's yeah. alright but like um, played against Bournemouth had a really good game 1-1-0 and like it was almost the um I think the impression of me changed. I was like, oh, he can actually make saves. Like yeah. he can use his hands. I remember so, that. I remember that. Season. I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. no, it was. And yeah. I was exactly the same as that. I remember watching it thinking, oh, he's a proper goalie. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. And it was goalie, like, yeah. I felt like I was getting a chance to do the things like come for crosses, kicking, um, like making saves, all that sort of stuff. Like win- genuinely winning, not, not winning my games myself, but yeah. contributing to us actually yeah, yeah. taking points. Getting a few you know highlights I mean? on match of the day. Yeah, exactly. Like picking up the things and stuff. And obviously like to be for the club, we were struggling as a team, but I felt like we was, we had enough to stay up and then I went away of Ireland it was before the Euros um, the 2016 and I think Rands had I, th- I think Daz was at Borough or West Ham in and out and then I've been playing every week so we both play the game it's like you play a game each so I think it's between me and Daz to see who would play in the Euros yeah, Darren pretty Randolph, much yeah. well, Darren Randolph yeah. yeah sorry who actually I was at Cholton with just good a lad, yeah, really great good lad. lad top yeah. lad literally the best guy ever and um, so we was at the Scholars together at Cholton and they brought us both through we thought nice. he was one of us they brought us both through and Daz like top goalie by the way what a goalie and um, so 
uh, Dad's played the first game I played against Slovakia and um, <laughs> like eight minutes in I didn't touch the ball I don't think ball comes down from the left cut across guy goes to shoot I've gone to go back the other way and he's put it in so one I've conceded then my knee fell off so I'm lying on the floor with the ball in the back of the net like and I knew I'd done me I've never done me obviously Pop. yeah I knew I'd done me ACL oh. I was like I've done me ACL I've never done it before obviously I know you you know this but I was lying on the floor and then all going through my head is like it's all over like oh. the, the the season the Euros everything you were just, flying weren't you yeah I was flying yeah and I was like and I, and I just felt like I was getting better and better and and um you know like I was I felt like I was also like developing as a person as well yeah, like as in, yeah. in the dressing room you weren't just seen as a becoming a senior the, player you've seen a senior player yeah. or someone that like you felt you could say things and uh, and stuff and 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 yeah and it just it was just one of them bad timing things you know what I mean like I don't want to play out the violin but it's just one of them things and um, yeah knee fell off and went again but to be fair the club were wicked and Rafa I played, I played two or three games for Rafa and um, he was brilliant uh, I was near, I only had a year left which helped so they, they gave me a new contract and um, and went from there but yeah like missing the Euros you know at the time I was like not too much but then it was it's got, and even just to have gone even if I didn't play because Daz yeah, is wicked looking might, back yeah. just, just to yeah. go to you've obviously done them yeah. but like it would have been nice just to go I actually went to the group final group game against Italy where if we won we qualified yeah. went with the lads for a two day bender like, nice. I had face paint on and everything silver so lining mate silver so so lining exactly. the things you've got to though yeah. otherwise like, do you know what I mean like why there's no point sitting around moping damn right but, mate um, no so yeah that was, that was, that was fun uh, when you got injured Obviously, because you know that when you do the ACL, like you've done your groin recently and you weren't sure if it was going to be a couple of weeks or a couple of months yeah. to start with. When you do something like that, you know you're in it for the six to nine month long Yeah, what haul. was that? Six, nine, six, seven, eight months? Yeah, so I was quite lucky. <laughs> I just snapped my ACL, so no meniscus, no nothing. So I was about, I was back in training about six and a half, seven nice. months. Uh, Beachy, the physio there, um, and like unbelievable physio, but just like got me through it unbelievably well. Like just... Just he's like the polar opposite to me. Lot, just in the gym all the time. Just an absolute freak. But it matters like, though, doesn't it? You need. So a good, I had to attach to him. Good, I had to attach yeah. to him because I was like, "You are, you are my weakness. Like your strength is my weakness. Yeah, so I need kryptonite. to feed off you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I yeah. need to feed off you. Um, like and and bless him. Like he 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 was unbelievable. We still talk to him now. Like he's an absolute legend. And but yeah, I remember. Uh, I always remember. I did it and I went away, and I had like two three days in London because my operation was going to be in London. So I had to go for a scan, and then I, that helped me. I was walking around London with my mum. Um, and because um, I just had a little baby just had a little Max and then um, I was walking around and I was like how can I be walking around with no crutches no nothing can't yeah. really no swelling and yet like I can't play football for nine months yeah. and then uh, so I had the operation I went back to Newcastle and so Newcastle uh, I think it was Lee and one of the other lads I can't remember it might have been Dan um, said like can we do an interview with you and I was like yeah and I was like oh yeah lads it's fine don't worry about it I'm like I'm fine I've, I've got over it he was talking about it and he's like and you're obviously going to miss the season and I literally like started welling up really? and I don't think I processed I didn't actually process what it meant like yeah. to miss like you're missing the end of a season that was so important and I'm trying to keep us up and then also um, missing like a Euros and then obviously knowing that you you potentially missing next season and yeah. so on and so forth and then and then it just goes to show that like you just I just didn't it's so hard so many emotions to a process yeah. like you're the best I've ever seen in it by the way I've never known anyone just to turn up to training train like it means everything in the world to you and then literally be like finish training like oh I'm off Switch. now I don't know how you do it I literally was talking to Cutler I spoke to Cuts yeah, you obviously yeah. introduced us like, like, uh, about the young lad at uh, Villa and I was like I said to Cuts how does he do it I was like I don't know and he said like he says to people how can you do it I don't know how he does it I wish I could I've got better at it as I got older but yeah, I still yeah. have to hold on to, so there's still things that bug you and take home but I've never known like yeah Craig Kafka's like that as well Craig Kafka like if we if we we, we normally finish most training sessions with um, like a game six aside it could be a bit of a longer lot bigger game or something if he loses that game if he's on the losing side 
Mate, he's 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 you don't even talk to him. Don't even talk to him. There's no point. As soon as the whistle goes full time, the manager says, "Well done, lads. You've done well today." He will be the first walking in, trudges, miserable as sin, right? And he'll get in the changing room and he'll sit there looking at the floor. And I'm thinking, mate, it doesn't matter. Genuinely, it don't matter. Like, you just tried your best and that's yeah. all you can ask yeah. for. Like, and he's so, honestly. Oh, yeah. But then when he wins, like, we've got the 80s music yeah, on, he's, 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 he's dancing, he's whipping people with his towels and all this, yeah. Oh, mate. And then the, the worst thing with him is, like, how good is he when he comes out for a night out? When, yeah, he, when, when, class, when, yeah. when, like, when the seas part and the moon, the stars align, yeah, he comes out, line. right? And he is the best. Than he. he's so much fun he's the listen, driest like, man in the world oh, but, oh honestly his battle is incredible right but yeah. he says to him like Craig Saturday night we've got two days off like, we're going out he's like I see how we get on yeah, <laughs> he will he'll, he'll see but, how yeah. we get on he'll see what the result's like yeah. and then he'll make his decision up and if yeah. he's if he's with one boom he'll come he's good to go but otherwise he'll be like no I'm not doing yeah. it I'm wow, not doing it. can you just quickly clear one thing up as well um we did a podcast last week, right? Where I, oh God, I made a bold claim, which I stand by. I stand by. <laughs> he yeah. hasn't played everyone in the world at Stickman Golf. He's played me at Stickman Golf. No, but he's not played everyone else he's in the world. Me, okay, I, I know you're going to say Craig Kafka and yes. Uh, I was going <laughs> to say me and Craig. Kafka. <laughs> I, know I, I think me and Craig Kafka at one point, yeah, were the best two players in the world at Stickman Golf. Oh, I, I, to be fair when we was playing when I first got we played it so much like I'd hardly played it for a couple of years and it was embarrassing like how good them two they, they literally I'd be like oh the lift goes up there and they'd already be finished yeah we were yeah, but yeah, listen done. with the greatest respect Rob Elliott saying you two are the best at Stitman Golf doesn't mean you're the best it's they're the best at Watford they're the best at Watford no, there you go. that'll fair, do for me Craig, told, do for Craig me. told a story isn't, I'm sorry it's not you but Craig told a story that they used to gang up at me at Northern Ireland yeah. to coach lads to bully him to win because he was that good and they used to celebrate so if he finished second they'd all celebrate he said he'd get in his head so much that it made him sad it would upset, <laughs> it would literally upset him to the point where he he would have genuine arguments and fallouts and not want to talk to them because they yeah. would gang up well we've done so this much. with Paul right we should you got to get caps on this you never do yeah, it you've got to get him right will. we play at Paul right and I go around to his house and play snooker he's got like a pool table where we play snooker and we said like he's like oh Rob was moaning because I never say good shot when he plays a good shot I was yeah. like I do I was like no you don't you, you don't. don't say good shot and the thing is as well he's that type of person that like when he's winning how happy is he he's walking the man, around the table the like, man, the when you're on yeah. top and playing well he's literally like oh, oh. and then like say something doesn't go for him. he's like oh gee oh, typical typical look at this and I'm literally like I, the mentality of that guy is unbelievable yeah he is lovely actually challenging get him on the on well, the get Craig on, on here be wicked yeah. I've heard good things about he's Craig a legend Kavka. he's a legend right we're smashing this by sorry, the way yeah, sorry, can I just ask one more question on injury before yeah. we go Foz you just tapped my hand that was nice I did yeah, yeah all right, babe. Um, when you're injured and you're six to nine months out What's it like at home and like you're injured for that? Because I would be a shit house. Yeah, I'm rubbish. Like my missus, I bless her. Like, um, I know that's how I knew she loved me because you're out, you're out all day. So like you're in the morning, it's going to swim in the morning, then you're doing rehab, then you're doing treatment, then you're in the gym again. Then you get home at four or five and you're absolutely knackered. We just had a baby. So like so on top of that, just a baby. Like um, and she just wants to give you the so baby. So she's and literally say, like, yeah, I'm looking away. after a baby all day. What have you been doing? You say all my cruciate. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I was like, yeah. Well, I did have to do some knee flexes, like to ninety degrees. So I'm a bit tired <laughs> yeah, from that. True, yeah. Um, and then and then like you know what they're like, like they're amazing. Like do you know what I mean, most football lads, you always like you always have like the misses behind them and and they're the driving force they, they are mate then they're when the you go home you're force. moody and you're yeah. like being a dick basically they're just like okay don't worry about it you need to rest and all that sort of so when you're saying I help out oh, you rest like you got football whatnot. Um so yeah like yeah it was it, it was tough because I had a brand new baby of like we just moved house actually um, and then you're doing and it's like the priorities change because you're not thinking about playing football you're just thinking about making your knee better yeah. and like I hated it if I'm being honest I hated it because 
going in the gym and stuff doesn't doesn't do anything for me. I've got no interest in it. Like not not like not because I don't want to get better or stronger, but like going in the gym to do weights or to do some lifting or whatever. Like I'm all up for that. I enjoy that. Do you know what I mean? I do. If like the power stuff, but going into the gym and doing like quad holds and nah. all that, like it just doesn't get. Like, it just can't. It doesn't stimulate stuff. me. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. so like Beachy was wicked. The physio. He did everything he could to like keep me Make on track. He did. Yeah, and he knew every time I got weighed down, then I'd have to go. Um, but yeah, like, but also for me, going home is like your haven. Do you know what I mean? That's so mm. important. Like, it's, you've got to go home to your haven. You've got yeah. to go home to the place that you love. And like, we live on the beach, right? And I know obviously go on about yeah. it. You guys get sick and tired of me talking about it. But like, I just love it. I wake up, I see, I open the curtains and the, or the blinds or whatever it is. And you go up and you see, and you see the sunrise, you see the sea. And you're like, well, how can I not be happy? Like, yeah, it's true, man. Do you know what I mean? How can I not be happy like, with that? Like, what beach is it? Like, so I live in like Tymouth and Colour Coats. Like, I live okay. in there up in Newcastle. Like, I didn't Newcastle. They didn't know Newcastle had a beach when I first went up there. Yeah. And I wish I'd moved there straight away. But like, that's my, my forever it's home. The best kept be secret there. in the country. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Honestly, it is. Everyone, it is. There's not hardly any Geordies up there. They're all Southerners who've moved up. Really? Don't tell anyone. He sent me some pictures. He sent me some videos and stuff before. I like, yeah. time. Mate, it's, it's wicked. It's beautiful, mate. That's I. That's me. Although I love being outdoors anyway. But if I live by the obviously, I've got into my a little bit and and stuff like we did the coast to coast yeah you did coast to coast it was so good yeah honestly it nearly killed me but it was so good um did it with like craig and a few of the lads um brilliant like but it's just again it's just with the outdoors with lads just love being outside especially since covid you just realize don't want to be indoors ever true that true that um i was gonna say have you done have you done many podcasts before i've done a few yeah but like just the man any you're the yeah. man like yeah. this is like <laughs> buzzing I'm not even joking I'm not even blowing smoke <laughs> Lads, I swear to God, I'm just you're freaking amazing shit, but um, the thing is like I said this we talked about this before I was like we should have opened it saying oh we got Rob Elliott it's like I'm so sorry guys just, <laughs> just tune in next man, week tune in next week you. next week you got, is it, you got coming up we've got, we got some we good ones to say. We, we yeah, to we've, say. Got, we've got the big the legend the ponytail the, the moustache the main man Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no. David Seaman. David Seaman, what a legend, soon, honestly. Yeah. David Seaman, Aaron yeah. Ramsdale, he's going to be the next David Seaman. Yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah. and then me. Yeah. So. Nah, this is legend. Rambo ain't going under a ponytail like uh, nah, David Nah, I don't think so. Nah, exactly, no, no chance. Nah, no. No. What are you saying? He's thinning a little bit. No. no. All right, anyway, let's talk about the next step. Okay, so we. Spe- I said in the intro at the beginning that you're almost a little bit of an entrepreneur, okay? so so <laughs> Almost so, a little bit. Well, That's high praise, isn't it? I don't know how to describe it. Anyway, all I know is, right, that you basically, you part own a goalkeeping uh, glove company okay the one glove company doing incredible things started from absolutely zero but you've built it up to the point where you've got Premier League goalkeepers active Premier League goalkeepers week in week out wearing your gloves um, fair play mate like fair play like where, talk, talk to me about it talk to me about the company so um, so uh, before we say that unbelievable intro right but the main the main man Miles Leighton started it from scratch right I come on later unbelievable what he's done with it it's just decent, the best guy yeah. ever just unbelievable his brother Will as well did it with him them two are just geniuses they're gonna just take us to the next level and I'm lucky enough to be involved like it's just incredible I love it it's just it's something I just have such a passion for and I just enjoy it, it gives me stimulus outside of football it just makes me feel like actually this is something that I could have also been good at um, but yeah so like I was playing as you do and um, Andy Woodman um, as he does all the time he's um I was like, oh, Dilsh. Um, another thing, my nickname was Dilsh, but uh, he was like, Dilsh, I've got uh, Goldie Gloves, desperate to sign you. Um, they love you. They're going to give you like loads of money, blah, blah, blah. Just give me all the spiel. And I was like, all right. He's like, do you want to meet them before a game? So he was in the Madison in, um, the Madison in, do you know the one in Birmingham in the middle, uh, the, the box? The, Cube. 
the queue. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. in there. And so I, so I, so I met like Miles and, and Will. They turned up and I'm chatting. I'm like, yeah, like, how do you do anything? I'm having a chat. They pull out a contract. Like, oh, are you going to sign? I was like, what? How <laughs> much? Like, how much are we talking? No, I don't even know what it was, but like, they literally, I was like, what? Oh, steady on, like, lads. Yeah. And I was like, um, oh, Woody said he's all good to sign. I was like, Looked at him and he was like, "Yeah, deal." So I said, "Honestly, I told you it's fine. Just say, like, just, just do it." Yeah, yeah, like that. He's fine. He's just, um, he's just one of them ones where he just knew, he just knew it was good for me. He's like, yeah, "Just get yeah. on with it. Like, don't even think about it." So in the end, I went away. I was like, "Listen, lads, I'll have to go away. We'll have a chat." And um, so when I had a chat, trying the gloves, like these are fucking wicked these gloves, and then um, got talking to him. And me and Miles over like probably about a year, six months would have been with him. Just got on so well. Probably like you. I mean, you guys know each other a long time, but you know, you just have the same things yeah, lined up. Nice, and he was like, yeah. in the end, I was like. We just got to the point where he's like, do you just want to come on board? And I was like, well, stop paying me. I was like, and I'll come on to the company. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, don't stop wasting your money on keepers like me. And then, yeah, got involved from there. And like, it's just grown each year, slowly, slowly. Like we've just tried to do things properly, tried to do things the right way. And obviously like tried to, obviously, you know, it's like in football, it's such a close knit community that if you're not in the inside, it's really hard because lads just really untrusting of people. Because yeah, generally yeah, people yeah. just want something off you all the time. Yeah. Um, so got involved in that and um, yeah, it's going really well. Just like- So got, so name some of the goalies that we've got so in we've the So we've got David Rea, Brentford, Martin Dubravka, Alex McCarthy, Fraser Forster, um, Vita Manoni at Monaco. Yeah, Vita, yeah. Um, we've got like tons of I don't want to miss anyone out, but we've got obviously like uh, Bart's at uh, Bartolo. I can never Bartolo. say Bart's name. Bartolo. No, no, Bart uh, Bartowski at um, Bilikowski. Bilikowski. Millwall. Millwall, yeah. Uh, Bartkowski. Oh, Bart, 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 I'm so sorry. Bart, you're a legend. He's a lovely guy. You're yeah, a legend he's a legend. You're so good looking, and you've got the best beer, and I'm jealous. But Bart Bartkowski. Yeah, it's one of them. Yes, but yeah. So like, I only ever called him Bart's. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you got Bart's. He's been for years. Like, what a goal he is. But I don't know how he's yeah, ever played yeah, the Premier yeah. League. If he has, I don't know how he's not played yeah. more. Um, uh, some good yeah, talent. So, yeah, it's a loads of lads, but we've got lads from all levels. It's not just about getting the big lads. It's about everyone. Because like when David first signed, David Ray, for example, like Miles and him get on really well. Like he was at like number two at Blackburn, and now he's with us. And it and that's what we want. We want lads who come on board and stay with us the whole time. And but it's just about building the brand and trying to trying to like it's a business. So you got to make money, right? So like never ever be uh, like embarrassed about that. Business has to make money to yeah, be successful. Sure, yeah. That's that's it. It doesn't that that's the that is it. But it's about like putting something in there that is more than that so people don't buy a business because they just I want like it's not a transaction of I want this it's like well, you're not just buying a glove you're buying something that means something that yeah. like has been built by keepers from years like Miles is a coach he coaches the coaches at Tottenham he's coached the ladies first team does the academy he was a goalie himself like same with Will um, like obviously myself with the input and like and the biggest thing right and this is what I, I think I told you earlier the biggest thing for me is that the gloves are at a price people can afford yeah. and still be Premier League quality like we don't skin on anything we just don't make that much money on them yeah. because like and this isn't listen this is there are some unbelievable glove brands out there right and I used to wear all different ones so I'm not this is just about us but like I want I knew it was like to be really poor and not be able to afford like I used to get trainers off the market and stuff like that and I hated it I did that and I used to, not wrong with that no no there's nothing wrong <laughs> with it but like but I hated it because when you're a kid you don't understand and when you get older I'm buzzing that I went through that because yeah. it made me who I am like and I love the way it builds with you but I don't want any other kids to go through that unless do you know what I mean I yeah, don't want so yeah, yeah, listen yeah, I'm sure. not saying we can't obviously give gloves away we try our best to and we help out but if we've got a responsibility to help the gloves be keep the cost down as much as possible so that they're affordable to everyone then like do you know what I mean like anyone should be able to put on a pair of Premier League goalkeeper gloves yeah. and say I'm wearing the same gloves as like 
Dubravka or Raya or if you see and they literally or are Fraser well. Alex like, yeah, they're literally they wearing the same glove there's nothing yeah, there's no, no, there's they, no, you don't do anything special for no, the there's Premier League special they are the same like, glove, sometimes same a goalie has an injury so you might have to do something with the fingers yeah, or yeah. the strap for their wrist or something because listen we're in the Premier League so I'm not going to sit here and say we don't change anything for the pro because yeah. like if like, well obviously I popped my finger you've done yours and you stitched yours but I've, I've had to we're getting gloves made for my finger because it, it dislocated and it's all swollen and sore so like yeah I'm, I get that because it's my job but Basically, all the latex, everything's exactly the same. We design it for everyone, and 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 yeah, like obviously, I I can't take that much credit because like I'm still playing, I'm a bit part of it, but it's just an amazing thing to be a part of. And it, like I say, it's just the stimulus outside of football. Being a footballer is the best job I have had, and it's the best job you could probably have as a young boy and a young man. But as you get past that stage, sometimes when you get to mid thirties, you the stimulus is different. I. I don't want to be told every day that I have to wear this, that I have to be here, that I have to eat this, that um, you can't go out, you can't do this, you can't go and play in cricket, you can't play golf. Like, I do that because that's my job and I don't do it and that's the thing. But when I finish, I cannot wait to be myself and find do out who I am and do. explore things, yeah. And and I think that's the problem with football, right? So I've got friends who play cricket. I met, um, me and Sheep, one of the lads, we went and met Mark Wood, who, famed, like, cricket yeah. player, absolutely, like, just one of the best cricket players ever. He's my, like, he's my mate, so I'm going to big him up. But like we met him the night before the start of the World Cup in the bar of the hotel he's staying in, having dinner. We just all had dinner together. And then it was like, where are the lads? Like, oh, they're down the pub watching the, I think the football might have been on yeah. at the time. I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, we're watching the, I know I've digressed from the glove story, but like, he's like, what do you mean? He was like, Stokes, um, but like, I can't remember what it was, right? So I don't want to, they're, they're not going to the get boys. in trouble. The big but boys, the, yeah. Yeah, all the top lads are there watching the footy. They're not getting drunk. They're just watching the footy in the yeah, pub. Relaxing. I was like, what? I was like, you got the World Cup opener against South Africa tomorrow. He was like, yeah. And he was like, what do you do? And I was like, explain that we all eat dinner together. We have to be down for seven. We have to eat together and all that. And he was like, are you joking? Yeah. Like, he couldn't fathom it. And I was like, I think football needs to come away from that because yeah. like like we said before, that that it just doesn't create um, no, it like, doesn't. Yeah. stimulus. It doesn't you want to relax. To, you want to, yeah, you want to be relaxed. It doesn't give, it doesn't give like, people, it takes away the responsibility of the person to be where they need to be to do what yeah, they need to do. Exactly, so yeah. you can tell someone to do it and they'll do it. If they do it themselves, then that's better. Yeah, so, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's where we come away from. So it's a bit of a long-winded story, but it just goes like, that's the thing with the gloves. It allows me to be, not, do you know what I mean? It's something that allows your mind to explore. Yeah. So is that it, anything. do you think? So when, so when you retire, do you think that you, you'll go into the into the glove company yeah, and you'll so start like, doing a lot more yeah, stuff Yeah, like I think that's the thing. So like, um, with I've involved in a few companies and it's just because I just, I like to say yes to things. Like, yeah. I do and like um, you're busy though aren't you you like doing stuff I just like being busy yeah, I like, like networking yeah. I'm sociable I love being with people I love like having the chat and stuff like do you know what I mean and like and I, and I just like to see things I like to I just want to be a part of something that just goes mental that goes massive yeah. not because I want to make loads of money but just because I want to be a part of that yeah. and like the one glove for me is that it's like, like my passion is like my it's the thing that it's like look what we did it's the baby yeah do you know what I mean like and obviously it's the thing that we feel that we can just develop more and more and, and, and we'll do that and um, but I think like so when I retire, that'll be a hundred percent something I'll buy into. But then you just you don't want to give yourself any limitations, do you? Do you know like what you've done with the cycling GK? Yeah, like yeah. you just literally like you film yourself on a bike and now you're doing Fozcast, you're doing like, all this mad shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's that's what I want to be. I just want to see what the world's got to offer because yeah, nice. we live in a little bubble really as footballers. Like, and that's not by the way, I'm not I am incredibly grateful, but also I think like I want to see what else is out there. Do you know I'm going to experience the real world because I am. We are sheltered. We are lucky. You know what I mean? We get the best of everything. People seem to want to give you things. Actually, I want to go and find out things for myself. And like the one gloves helped me with that massively. It's helped me go from sort of like an immature kid to being a responsible, yeah, it makes you responsible grow up a bit, someone yeah. thinking about actually like you got Miles and Will and like you're representing the brand as well. Do you know what I mean? You're representing something. You need to make sure you're someone that they can buy into and that if, when you say something, you've got to mean it because if you don't mean it 
well, that reflects badly on the company. Do you know what I mean? That re- you're, you're, you're stating yourself well, as that person. I told you. He can talk for England, can't he? <laughs> yeah. I told you he can no, talk he for England. Talk for you have to do some serious for Ireland. For Ireland. Thank you, Ireland. you have to do some serious editing, but yeah, no, so. No, mate, yeah. this is a world class. Um, we're nearly done. I've got some questions that I thought of earlier while I sat on the toilet, mate. Can I um, kick it off? The Dilsh. Yeah, where's yeah. the Dilsh come from? So What's the nickname? I went from? alone to Atkinson Stanley, one of the best things I've ever done. <laughs> and um, Who? Yeah, who are they? <laughs> and um, it was brilliant, right? At the best time ever. And um, we got promoted. So it's just one of the things, everything went well. We got promoted to the league. Andy Dibble was the goalie coach. Yeah. Absolute legend. By he the was way. my goalie coach. Well, he was your goalie yeah, coach. Wrexham, what, yeah. Wrexham, what yeah. a guy. Just an absolute legend. And um, we had, um, so Aki had no money. So they used to do like the, um, uh, like feeder program. So like they just, they get paid to take scholars on. There's one lad, his, his last name was Dilshan or something like that. And he was the he was the loveliest kid ever, but he was so thick, like like he was so thick, and it hurt, like do you know what I mean? But like you just wanted to cuddle him and stuff, and like and um, but he was class. He's proper Lancashire, like I I'm sorry if it's Yorkshire, but it's don't like, care. It all right, like, Rob, all right, and this, and he was a farmer as well. Like his family of farmers, so he was a farmer, but he just wanted to be a goalie. But he was he, he was a community thing anyway, and um, and he was all right, Dilshan, all right, Dilshan, how are you? And then like and then um, literally like um. We would just all be like, deal she, what a deal. She's like, what a deal she. And then, so obviously it was just a thing, just a little bit of banter between all of us, right? So I went back to Cholton and um, after the loan and Woody's serving me balls. And then, um, so like, I think I dropped one or let one in as usual. And then I've gone, oh, what a deal And he was like, what? And I was like, oh, it's a deal stupid thing. A deal And then that was it. It just stuck. From there. And mate, literally like, I'll see people and I'll just literally, oh, deal she. And I'm like, oh my God. It's like when Gozzi comes, when Gozzi signed yeah. for Watford, like everyone was like, Rob, but Gozzi was like, deal she, how are you? And yeah. I was like, and then now everyone calls me deal she. And like, like, what? Yeah, what is that? And That's your Twitter name. Yeah, it's my Twitter name. It's a Newcastle. I was just deal I wasn't like, all the lads were just like, deal she, deal she, how are you? Like, I even had my, I even got a light, I think, Someone bought, I think it got bought a license plate, like Dilsh, like license nice, plate and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It got out of control to be fair, where it's like, nice, everyone nice. just asked what it means. But yeah, that was literally it. Right, mate, Rob Elliott, I've got some questions for you, okay? So they're, they're kind of quick fire-ish, ish, ish. Give me your, um, give me your interpretation of the modern goalkeeper uh, playing out from the back. What do you think of it? Agree with it? Disagree with it? What? Do you um, think they've got away from anything? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, completely agree with it if the whole team play like that. Yeah. I hate it when they expect the goalkeeper to play out when they play. It's got to be a, it's got to be a whole team thing. No, like, you, if, you, if you're going to do it, you've got to do it to the fullest, 100%. You've got to buy into it at the whole point. You can't just say, play out from the back, but not show him, not have angles, not work on the system. Left back, the pull shape. out, right back, pull exactly, out. Yeah. It kills you, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly, it kills you. It kills me. I hate it with a passion. Like at our level, you should do everything properly to the to the finest detail because yeah. of the way we're at. And I hate that. I hate, do you know what I hate? Lazy coaching. we got to pass the ball better. We're not winning enough ball. Well, no, like unless the structure's there and you haven't shown us every way, yeah. you can't say you we've can't got to pass it better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'm up for it a million percent. I love goalies playing out, but for a reason, not just for the sake of it. Love that. Um, the current best goalkeeper in the world. Are we talking overall everything? Everything. You had to pick uh, one Neuer, player. I can't say Neuer. I've got to say Neuer, Neuer yeah. all the time. I love yeah. that. That's Neuer, a good one, yeah. Always. Uh, yeah, do you know always. what? Always. I just can't... Everything he's done, I, and I watch him You've play. got a match tomorrow. You've it's got to a pick tomorrow, a goalie. You a guy, yeah. Neuer. I, I, I can't fault him in any way, shape, or form. Best in the Prem at the minute. Oh, that's a tough one. Okay, we'll do. Best in the Prem on form at the minute, and then best in the Prem. On form... Uh, between Aaron and Alice, Aaron Ramsdale and Alison. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Alison, just because of 
the depth like yeah. of what he's done so far. Yeah, but, yeah. but Ramsdale and Allison, yeah. Fabianski as well. Can I just say, yeah, I love what that a goalie. guy. What a goalie! What a goalie. <laughs> he didn't get enough. What a proper goalie! goalie. Yeah. Mate, one of the best goalies. Who's, there's a guy who's going to be the, one of the best goalies in the world. He's sitting on the bench because Fabianski's that good. True that. Yep. Honestly, true like, that. So that just shows yeah. how good he is. So yeah. absolutely, Ariel is a joke. Yeah, he's a joke. He's a joke. Yeah. So what does that make? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mate, Fabianski's the most underrated Premier League goalie for yeah. sure. Yeah, I think, sure. I, I think I'd actually jump, I'm going to jump the crew underrated, yeah. And yeah. Alisson, Alisson's been pretty special this year, goalkeeping-wise. Right, okay. Um, a goalie that surprised you with a career that you didn't think he'd have? Oh, well, that's a bit of a loaded question. That's a really question, good question. It? No, it's not. It's a, that's a, this is a good thing. So yeah, you've probably yeah. seen a lot of goalkeepers over the years and you thought, mm, probably, probably won't go on to things. Do you know what I say? Um... Nick Pope, yeah, not because he isn't a good goalie, by the way. But when I was at Cholton, I saw him at like seventeen. He was just, I think he was sixteen. So he's just this gangly kid. Yeah, yeah. And then next time I saw him, I was like, oh my he's god, who is this? Is that Popey? He went to Burnley as like number three, and then I think a couple of players. I think Heaton got injured, and then he got in, or he's number two. I don't yeah, do yeah. the service. And I was like, Popey. I was like, oh, Popey was all right in training and stuff, and and like you could tell he's going to be a goalie. Yeah, yeah. But then it, then he just went to another level. Like so, if you said to me right now. We're playing Man City away. Put a goalie in goal to stop the ball going in the net. Nick Pope. Boom. Not even thinking about it. Nick Pope. That's it. I don't think there's anyone else who's going to stop the ball going in the it's net. Ledge, isn't it? Yeah. It's Ledge. I love it. This is this is this is why we do this podcast for those little <laughs> nuggets like that. Incredible. I love that, Rob. Honestly, um, the goalie that you've seen in action live this season that's impressed you the most live. Live. Um, that you've come away from and gone, whoa, he's a proper one. Um. Bias Darlow when yeah. we played at home yeah, was very true. good. I'll agree. I'll yeah, agree you liked him, didn't you? Yeah, very good. Very underrated goalie. Yeah. Um, but front I'm, footed. I, I liked his front yeah, footedness. Yeah, brave. One of the bravest Bra- kids I've ever super seen. Super brave. Um, do you know what? It's a, it's a random one, right? But not random. Sorry, I don't mean like that. He didn't have loads of saves to make. But when we played Southampton at home, yeah. I'm not plugging the one glove, by the way. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, right? I'm not. Frank, Alec, huh? Alec, no, yeah, Alex McCarthy. Alex, 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 yeah, we got both, right? But Alex's handling that day joke. was a joke. Clean like, as a and, whistle. Oh my God. Like there was whips, balls across yeah. the box and all that sort of stuff. And then he, he obviously made that brilliant save against Fletcher at the end. But his goalkeeper, we're different. We don't yeah, save the yeah. saves, right? But we look at other things, right? The little and bits. his handling was just so clean. So clean. Just plucking things yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, that was just the way he stood out. Like there's been some like ridiculous before like Fabianski again the two yeah, saves made at yeah, the end yeah. went unnoticed but um yeah but like um his he that the, just it just stuck and in my he mind came out for a lot of crosses yeah, that crosses, day as well, and he doesn't he? get the credit he deserves good crosses that. as well yeah, yeah, like proper. tough whipped balls that he yeah. came out f- like pro- like really good starting position came out took him clean as yeah. a whistle yeah i was yeah no i was very impressed yeah, with him. from a goalkeeping technical point of view it was true yeah boom and then last one the best young goalie you've ever trained with the best young goalie I've ever trained with. Um, Freddie Woodman for his desire. Yeah, nice. Like, I've never seen a kid so committed to being a top goalie. Really? And he was always so far ahead of his age group. Like, when he was 16, he was like a 20-year-old. When he was 14, he was like an 18-year-old. Yeah. Like, and, like, technically unbelievable. Like, worked so hard. Like, um, like he's so cocky as well. But not Isn't in a good it? way. He remind, I told you, he's like, he reminds me of a young yeah. of you. He literally reminds me of you. I, I think you was like Freddie. Not cocky in a bad way, but you, you yeah, was like yeah. Freddie when he was younger. It's really weird. Do you remember yeah, when I first yeah. signed? I was yeah. like, you remind me of that? Because he's just like happy. He's good around the lads, like just banter, like happy and that. But then like when he trains, he's like full on, on. Yeah. And actually, I think he's done the right, like he's gone alone, which is brilliant for him at Bournemouth. But like he actually, 
whether he's whether it's right or wrong like i hope you won't mind me saying but i thought he was too engaged like i actually think he needed like he lived it too he much. needed just to come away and find his own little path and his own little things and then have that balance and i yeah. think he's getting that and I, he'll play in the premier league he'll, like he's already playing there but he'll play in the premier league top goalie but i've got to mention this one kid right um ashley maynard brewer when I so when I left Newcastle, I got appendicitis, right, and I had a nightmare. So Cholton, my old club, they let me come in and train. Andy Marshall, top guy, top goalie coach, yeah, said, yeah, yeah. "Come in and train. That's fine. We'll help you get fit." Um, and there's a young like Ashley Maynard Brewer, right, the Australian kid. He's 21. He's on loan at Ross County. I watched him play in this training, and he was saving everything. People were smashing it from three yards in the bottom corner. He's saving it, and I was literally thinking, "No, nah, this isn't no." Like, I'm sorry, but like. He's 21 years old. Yeah, because Marshy was saying, wait till you see how good this kid is. We was doing like volleys and half volleys in the goalies. He was catching everything, like everything. Nice. And his hands were clean as a whistle. And then he's gone into these five asides, right? And he's making saves. The lad's like, he's had a concussion three times from the ball, from knees, just from flying out of people. And I was watching him going, well, he's just going to be the best goalie in the world. Like, simple. (laughs) Honestly, I was like, what? He's doing things. I was like, how have you done that? And the lads are just like, do you know when the lads are like, Ashley, for fuck's Come sake. Come on, give us a freaking... Like, it was that good. It yeah. was honestly... And then Ben Amos at the other end, who's just, who was just incredible as well. But like, obviously Ben's got the experience, he's got the age, so like, but then you see Ash and his physique and now he's playing games so now he learns the game. So like, Ashley Maynard Brewer, like, he's not with the one glove or anything like that, so yeah, he's not yeah. a pope. <laughs> he's just... I just I literally looked at him going, yeah, he's not, honestly, he's not. If you want to, we, got, we can talk. But like, yeah. he's literally like... Do you know you're just so impressed in awe of like I watched him for about two, three weeks. And the worst thing about it is I was blowing out my ass every day. Like I was doing body, I was like, oh my god, my body was wiped out from being ill. And then like I was watching him and I was like, Specimen. I think I'm done. Yeah. Really? But but just a n- proper goalie, yeah, like proper okay. saves. Like not just not manufactured. I love like, it. Just something inside and it was just beautiful. Brilliant to watch. Mate, this has been an absolute pleasure, seriously. <laughs> Rob Elliott. Like honestly, he was genuinely saying, Why do you want me on? Why like <laughs> I knew it would be a banger, mate. And you delivered like you would not believe as well. So guys. Thank Cheers, you, that. Rob. Like, seriously, mate. What pleasure. a guy. Thanks, guys. And we always finish every episode, right? I'll start it, and then Tom, then you. But we look into. Wait there, Fozzy. Can we just say we are on ninety-eight thousand oh, something subscribers? Yes. yes. So um, if you if you haven't subscribed, please, yeah. If it on. goes down, I'm going to be gutted. Yeah. So. If we lose subscribers, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm be, next week we're on like ninety-seven thousand. <laughs> right, lads, we've only gone down to ninety-five, so we're taking that as a success. Right. Well, David Seaman's coming on. We'll get to hundred. <laughs> oh, brilliant! I love it. So. Which camera? That quick? This one here. Down the lens. So we have a little look in there and we go up the Foscast. Up the Foscast. Up the Foscast. Wicked, mate. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. Well done. Well Fucking done. Fucking banger, mate. Was that all right? <laughs> <laughs>